1: Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com/bluewire. That's harrys.com/bluewire for a $3 trial set. Your experience.
2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings, Super Wildcard Weekend, the Super Mario Super Show Weekend for the NFL. Playoffs are here. We're going to make our spread picks. We're going to give out some free money, which ended up being positive so far for the season for Tim Andacus, and we have a dead heat in the Super Locks that is translating into the playoffs to see who is going to be the overall Super Locks champion. Pat Mayo, not included, already eliminated, because that's how... My super lock here went, but Tim and Jeff doing very well on that front. Reminder to smash the like button for the episode. Subscribe to Mayo Media Network. Leave a rating and review on the audio podcast, specifically Spotify and Apple Podcasts to help out the show. If you miss any of the golf this week, shame on you. Sunday, Monday, golf picks. And you can play in the listeners link. That's down in the description right now as well. Plus, if you hit that description, you can find the custy awards the ballot has now been released jeff you got a lot of enemies this year
3: oh shit whatever (laughs) is what it is (laughs) i didn't see that we're going through we're gonna have to go through them i don't even know who made the ballot
2: uh ocho's on the ballot
3: hopefully by the time voting is like in full swing ocho we're just you know, laughing, but, you know, maybe Acho has gets to make a video next week because, you know, we allowed him to. So we shall um, see. I don't really feel like I have nearly as many rivals as you guys do, but there's probably like you have way more rivals
2: than all of us combined.
3: (laughs) No, you guys take like what you guys consider rivalries and I consider rivalries are probably way different and probably no offense not that calling anything out but for like sensitivity or maybe some people's feelings i don't even think my 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 official rivals list gets listed
2: i sw- so I, you're I, right
3: there's more there's more probably real rivals
2: i mean a lot of those have i mean we we don't repeat the people for jeff's biggest rival it's all new rivals from the year remember that
3: okay yeah that's fair but i don't know like one or two twitter exchanges doesn't Count a rival. We gotta like cross like probably four or five to get into like a true rivalry. But because I disagree with you on the internet or think you did something stupid a couple times, I, I wouldn't consider you a rival. I'd sit, I'd sit and have beers with the with uh, probably people who I assume are on that list.
2: I mean that. So Paul, whatever, Paul. It sounds like he's trying to walk it back. I want Jeff to you know- guess. Who are his big, who's on the ballot for his biggest rivals? No,
3: year. I don't want to do this right now. I got, I, I can work. I don't want to do, I'm not, no, I don't know. I don't know. You
2: may have forgotten about some of them. Could have been a crown. Maybe,
3: night. but, but I'm just saying like two to three Twitter exchanges doesn't make you like um Red Sox, Yankees. Like we're not rivals yet. We're not Duke, North Carolina. There are a few true, true blue blood rivalries in here but like you know i I feel sometimes for dramatic effect um hey tim's got 17 categories probably that involve dramatic effect so i'll take mine i'll take mine well i feel for dramatic effect that i you know some of them are yeah like i said a couple twitter squabbles i don't think he has a rival i'd give you props and we you know could eat some tenders and a beer
2: well let's bring him in the man of the hour the one who the custody awards are centered around? No, it's not the coin. It's not Paul. It is Tim
4: Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's not my name. And I actually think Jeff's wrong in that it depends on the quality of the exchange. Some of these exchanges, although there may only be one or two, are of such a toxic nature <laughs> that to call, to call them anything but your rival would be a problem. No. Yes.
3: I just, like, I...
4: When you're trying to give them the people's elbow from the top rope... You don't uh, give you the know. people's elbow from the top rope, Tim.
2: Sure you do. It's a sad no, scene. Already, get... already, put that on the custody ballot for next year. Listen, listen I get The macho this. man used to do that. I the macho get... man doesn't give the people's elbow.
4: What was he, the flying elbow? What was macho man's? Tim... You're of, now. You're,
2: you're like Donnie and Big Lebowski. You're out of your fucking element No, now.
4: see, I watched a lot of that wrestling. Yeah, sounds, sound, sounds a- like you did. And I have all those rubber characters that you have.
3: Yeah. the
4: pe- Jeff, take it away.
3: He's so old school. He's got like the Jenkos. He probably doesn't even have the Hasbros.
4: I have the rubber old school uh, wrestlers.
3: Um, Yeah. I get into this problem a lot with family and friends. Like, if I'm just i get i'm just passionate that's all i don't care as much as uh i'm not as angry or as um but
4: look passionate. you know some and exchanges I got, listen, are I less get in a lot of trouble let, let okay, me, now, let, let I get three in a
3: lot of trouble NF- I get in a NFT. lot of trouble let me use three
4: letters nft that's a one-time are, oh, fight listen, that has should, to be on a rivals list
3: you should see my dms I mean, to say certain people didn't discuss NFTs or push them would be like me and you saying we didn't discuss Jets or Chargers on this show. <laughs> like, but um, I get in a lot of trouble. Because I got a big... I, I get in a lot of trouble because sometimes I just should shut up and say nothing. And, you know, I take things personally. And there's things that, like, go on in families. I'm not, I'm not hairy. I ain't, there ain't no books coming here. That little Squatch. But I'll run my mouth and some people like to deal with things more methodically, like methodically. Uh, but I just can, will run hot and tell you, like, fuck off, you lollygagger.
4: Yeah, I have no opinion on the truth of the discussion being had because I'm I'm a neophyte. But just I remember that exchange and thinking that's a rivalry exchange. Well, Maybe
3: we'll see what we'll see the people. It's in the people's hands now. It's all up to the... Um, it's all up to the people, but I got bigger fish to fry at the moment than actually. Well, you'll be my biggest motherfucking rival.
2: Yeah, you should leave. <laughs> That's true. You, you are should leave. you are the leading contender for next year's custody awards. It's something. Yeah,
3: no, you should leave. And Pat, like, no offense—I don't mean offense. I hope you can remember to tell Cam this week what Tim is doing to me, because Cam is such a man of integrity. He is such a man of honor. He would never like Tim considers himself those things. No. Nah. Like what you're doing is so lowbrow. Hoping for so-
4: your hoping to see your team do well so you're happy?
3: No, the last time you did that you killed Philip Rivers. Oh
2: yeah, I forgot about that.
3: Okay, you're not welcome here. But so you said that, all are welcome.
4: Next year, you're the rival. You said all are welcome.
2: With- not Within you, reason. Bro.
4: Not even picking them to win anything. I'm just hoping that they do well. That's enough. That's enough.
3: And you stay off that guy. Go- if you tweet anything, I'll kill you. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm joking. But he's not really joking. <laughs> if they're up like double digits and you s- do anything, it's like we are over.
4: It won't matter because if if they are up double digits and they lose and I don't say anything, I'll still get blamed for it. I already went through that this week. No,
3: you can leave right now, and you will be fully um, exonerated for anything that goes on.
4: All right, fine. You know what? The hell with the Chargers. I hope they lose by forty five points this week. Great. He doesn't believe it. Is that what it. you want? Fine. He, he no, I do. I don't care. He, he doesn't believe it, Jeff. Jeff, he not picking to win anyway. Jeff,
2: he told me earlier he thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl.
4: No, I don't. I don't think that. I don't get to make an AFC Super Bowl pick because my team is out. All I have is the 49ers to make it in the NFC. And then I'll have three consecutive years or at least one of my two Super Bowl – preseason picks have made the Super Bowl, which is a pretty decent track record.
2: This is new for you because usually you just revamp your picks after every round of the playoffs. No,
4: I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to stick with San Francisco and the NFC, and that's it. Okay. There's no more credit, but now I kind of hope that um, the Chargers don't uh, don't play very well at all. I mean, so for some reason, they're favorites on the road against a team that killed them. Uh, so I you got, you know, the, got, they have the stupidest coach in the playoffs, which is, that, impressive, that, week three game is
3: on, that week three game is only relevant if Yokozuna comes and gives Herbert a bonsai drop before Saturday. <laughs> oh, I, I,
2: okay. are, are you sure it wasn't Rikishi who gave him the bonsai drop? Jeff, I'm getting confused about uh, who did what in wrestling.
4: <laughs> I mean, your team is in trouble.
2: Whatever.
3: We'll get there. You can make a pick on the game, but you have rescinded your like... Yeah,
4: I'm not cheering for them. Good. Fine. To the hell with them. Good. If you want to vote... And when things go badly, don't come looking to me for a, an iota of sympathy when things go badly. Don't come asking cap in hand for any, any sort of empathy on next week's show. Uh, none will be given. None will be offered.
3: Bad- it's a coin flip game. Like there's a 50% chance things go badly.
4: Your coach um, would take and that coin flip would take, you know, kicking the ball off in overtime it? because you that's win. what real football people do.
3: All ga- you, you, Your coach talks about all gas, no breaks. My coach lives it. But we can get, if you want to talk about your team, like. Go ahead.
4: I, you, I just. You think you mean, can hurt my feelings about my team? You go ahead and try. No, well, uh, You're
3: you, you well, the 13th pick. I don't even know if you, like, is there anything even positive to take from the year? You have a couple good players, but so does like, Carolina. You know, J.C. Horn and Burns. Like, what team's got a couple good players? Chicago's got the first pick. Would I rather be Chicago than the Jets? Would you rather be Chicago than the Jets, Pat?
2: No, I'd rather be the Jets at this point.
3: Um, Houston has the second and 12th pick.
2: Rather be the cap room. Rather be the Jets.
3: Arizona, I'd probably rather be the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. I guess this backfired, but yeah, well,
4: all, all, all all, 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 all,
2: all the teams you just listed would need like three good first round picks to kind of catch up to where the Jets currently are. The difference between them, like the difference between like the Bears and Arizona is they might have a good quarterback. We don't know if they do have a good quarterback. They might have a good quarterback. We know that the Jets do not have a
4: good quarterback. No, Well, Arizona doesn't have one next year. And then Is he going to miss have, the like, entire one. year? He got injured in December with an ACL. There's no That's way fine. he comes back before, like, right. December, and the year's lost, so he doesn't come back next year.
2: Derrick Henry he had, a fucking,
4: Derrick Henry had like, a fucking Liz Frank, came back in two weeks. He's fine. he's not coming back till like, December next year, and then what's the point? Let's talk about those Jets. Uh, we have
2: to do an RIP Jets. No,
4: I want to talk about my free money.
2: Well, I already said that you won it.
4: Oh. Do you yeah, not, your best do, year ever! Do, do, do Congratulations!
2: You not, do, do you not remember me saying that you won it?
4: I don't remember us doing the official going through the, the record stuff. So. We,
2: we we haven't done that, but I wanted to do the moratorium on the Jets. So, Paul, in case people missed it on Sunday night football, uh, shout out to friend of the show Jeremy Keith who put this together that really encapsulates everything that Tim felt about the Jets this year. The passion he felt the passion. He's the clam chowder of this show. It is
4: Tim's take on what happened to the Jets this season. We deserve to lose. We played terribly. What a performance. Two of the worst interceptions. It's just underwhelming. They had every opportunity. That was funereal. The red zone offense, putrid. Oh my goodness. I think we're done. You're done. I'm sad. I don't see another win on the schedule. How dare you lose them both? Stop doing this to me. I don't deserve that. We win. We win. We win. Victory. (laughs) I wear this hat because it's a victory hat. We're so Yes! The Jets got no respect from the Dolphins and then style off. I'm on top of the world. We got no respect from the Packers, so we style off. We never
5: tasted so sweet. Bye-bye! I thought
4: the season was over. We are very good. But like a Phoenix rising from the ashes, they're the best team in the AFC. And that, my friends, opens up everything. This is a winner's hat. We wear it when we win. We're not going to lose any game for a long time. You can't get in my head. Yes! That's the only thing that can get on my head. A victory hat. So good. Now I think I'm going to wear it just about every week, folks. Bye-bye, Broncos. See ya. Bye-bye, Nate Hackett. Bye-bye. Enjoy the unemployment line. You're done. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jeff, to your chances of winning Most Insane this year. <laughs> oh,
3: sure. don't was... campaign.
4: Don't campaign in Wisconsin. That's fine. <laughs>
3: that was so...
4: I mean, like, just both of us on this show have come on this, uh, you know, this network and given up on our team multiple times this season. Jeff came on before that Dolphins Chargers game and essentially waved a white flag in front of uh, all the audience. Ooh, I did it against I the Jags out, game too. And look where you are now. Like, yes, I mean, I I was happy for you for about six until about six minutes ago when you uh, you know you endangered my life. Uh, and uh, but you gave up on your team t- multiple times this year, and now you're back in. I do the same thing, uh, and uh, people are kind of trying to say that in some way that makes me a leading candidate for this vote. No, Jeff and I are exactly the same. All that video does is just say between Jeff and I, there's no, in, there's no difference in how we treated our teams this year. So we yeah. can take all that off the table. All that's really up for question <laughs> is whether you think you, uh, I ever said I could call seven plays to win an NFL football game on the <laughs> sideline. <laughs> uh,
3: you get lucky. That's all. Like run pass, like playing a Tecmo Bowl.
4: Just see what the campaigns come up. You're the
3: one that thinks they can they can run for first downs and (laughs) commit. Like and co- and take care of Justin Jefferson with a little PI that in the that, back of
2: the end zone. Sure, why not? By by that the by the way that is on that that is from because it's all the it's all from twenty twenty two in the Custies. So that is uh, actually probably the favorite. I'm guessing for most egregious claim of the season that tackling Derrick Henry from Tim is is a like yeah. likely crazy. Candidate. Although and you know what? Although although one of the other ones in that category is Tim says as he is on his best behavior in drive-throughs because. He can't because he thinks the surveillance cameras will follow him and they'll call the cops.
3: See, there's a lot to on. Un- there's a lot to on. Un- uh, and it's
2: such a good game. Well, what, well, or what about that? Owning a stock is really hard because you have to go to the stock market to buy it. <laughs> oh, geez, I forget. Uh, yeah, I
3: was just going to say... You know what, like part of being insane and being self-aware is you're right. Seven is, is a lot, but I think like you could win two coin flips for sure. Without a doubt, anybody, anybody, no one can tackle Derrick Henry. You seem to think you, you, you can. And yet you're right, Tim. And I'll make, like, I make this case. I could argue in football season, we make like be really close. Like we tie like in our craziness in our ups and downs in our fandom, I never think we would clinch a playoff spot at Thanksgiving. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you take it to places. I've never called bad teams, a bomb squad with the best receivers in the league. So while I do think you're crazier than I, and more hopeful once we get out of the context of like cheering for our football teams, which I don't hide. Like I, Love my football team. I cheer for them like a madman. Um, there's no competing. Like, you're getting mocked by grocery store clerks. You're fighting <laughs> old people.
2: I'm not fighting them. Well, you, you, that that this both falls under most custody. There's a lot of them that are nominated. And again, you can check out the custody awards link. Vote for free. Just once, by the way, one email address per ballot. So Tim now has to pay, like, someone to go create new email addresses to vote for him this year after last and- year's. After what he did. But there's two in most Cust story. And this is going to be the most heated battle of the Custy Awards, I think. One is the old man at the store when Tim got scared of the old man at the store after Tim stole his pie and then didn't even buy it and hid in the grocery store. That or wearing the gold or wearing the medal on every marathon day. That's a tough battle.
4: It is. It is endless. I was told calling ice littering was the worst thing. that's 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 in a different category. Oh, okay. See, I don't and, vote on this thing. And
3: either. Tim, like, again, it's about kind of being self-aware. Like, I don't like normal. I don't even like hanging out with normal people. Normal people, people who are phony and try to, like, go by, like, what would a normal person do here? Like, those are the worst people on earth. Those a bunch of squares. And no time for them. So I appreciate your quirks and <laughs> and others. But um, I, I'll admit, like, I'm... Cr- I could be insane. I think I'm less insane than you. You think you're normal. Like that's the weirdest thing about it. I am. That that makes you every bit like that. Almost makes it a no contest. Like that. This alone. I'm. Still hear that, voters.
4: Of- Jeff has such disrespect for you that he doesn't even think you need to weigh in. It's we'll so cut and dried that he doesn't even think you should vote. Well, prove him wrong. Prove his presumptuousness wrong, and go vote, Jeff. Paul.
2: I just wanted to tell the voters to stop wasting their votes on me because yeah, don't you vote for away ten percent or anybody else. Or maybe those were Tim's bots. I'm
4: not sure. Yeah, don't can vote missing... for anybody but Jeff. Oh,
3: oh, I, I, I saw an article. I saw a thing. Uh, I don't know. A Joe Rogan clip came up on my phone today about the Macedonian bot farms you've been hiring.
4: Uh, absolutely zero percent chance was I involved with in any of that if there are supporters who are enthusiastic, I can't help that. Very
3: good people.
4: I just you know. Look, we love you, <laughs> but I, I didn't encourage or ask for any of that stuff. And I don't want that stuff. I think I can beat you on my own merits. And if people felt last year, like things were done inappropriately, then use your ballot, lend me your ballot for one vote and vote for Jeff. I think how much fun that this show would be for 12 months if jeff had to wear the insane person moniker on him the entire time and i was free from those fetters think how much fun i would have the show would have it'd be be great so that's what i'm asking you i'm I'm gonna be real old-fashioned here i'm asking for your vote i'm asking you to vote for jeff
3: and i'm asking for you people to be fair and balanced in this yeah I mean I don't think I I don't think
2: I don't think that the show would be better if Jeff won. I'm just throwing that out there now. I think it's way more hilarious if if Tim loses like 90 to 10% or something.
3: I am flawed. I I don't I kind of can't deny it. Tim denies it. Denies it. Will not accept any part of it.
4: No, none.
2: Normal. Yeah, I think so. The average man. The every man. Tim was t- texting us last night about these, like, mashed potatoes he had at uh, a restaurant. Oh, don't
4: ruin my, don't ruin my oh, corner oh, topic. I, d- I didn't realize that was
2: your guest's corner topic.
3: Love mashed. Love a good mashed. <laughs> We're in
4: week 19. It's it, Believe it or not, people, it's hard to come up with a topic every single week to talk about.
3: Okay, Tim, I want to thank you for what you did earlier. I, I uh, being um, an insane, less insane, normal person realizing a mistake, I apologize for threatening violence
4: towards you. <laughs> it wasn't uh, well, but again, it wasn't violence; it was death.
3: <laughs> I apologize. I apologize.
4: I, I accept your apology. Thank
3: you. Thank you. I consider you friend. I I apologize for that, but I do. Um, it's
4: not the first time that we've been threatened on the Pat Mayo Experience Network, and I'm sure it won't be the last time.
3: Well, I, I apologize, and uh, but I'm proud of myself if it was enough to make you say, you know what. F these guys.
4: Yeah. The hell yeah. with them.
3: Mission accomplished, I guess.
4: It's hard to imagine that you're going into a game with uh, the worst quarterback, but you are. So why you're gonna lose oh.
3: that, that, well, that's that, that that's fine you called big... him a cfl or a year ago a
2: month ago you moron <laughs> i think it
4: was like a year i think it was, I think it was a year ago no a four I've months said this ago. is a only
2: four see you say you say you don't remember that that but he's on trevor Steffi Graf, aka trevor lawrence is on the most reverse cursed on october 9th tim said the jags and jets are about to have the same record and that let's see here that trevor lawrence should be may not be good enough for the CFL that was on October 9th
4: okay well obviously i was wrong wasn't
2: i did you Believe also said, not, i don't
4: re- i don't remember saying that i thought i said that sort of stuff last season i didn't think i'd said it this <laughs> season but whatever you can't even keep track of your
2: own outrageous claims i do want to talk to you about the jets though. it's the last time we'll talk about the jets unless they make oh, some yeah, i'm sort sure of, it is hey unless they make some sort of news here do you think they'll fire their coach
4: no, if he was going to be fired, he'd been fired already. Do you think Zach Wilson will be back? Probably not to start. I think there'll be an open competition, which I don't believe he'll win. Who
2: can you power rank for us?
4: No, see, I don't want to do this game because whoever I put last is who the Jets will sign. Okay, I—I I mean, I—I I mean, I could be dishonest and like put Lamar in last. Cause that's who I want most, but. Uh... So Lamar I haven't really given it enough well, thought. Well, this, this really, is. This, this, this is
2: l- listen, Tim, no one's going to. The Jets aren't going to hold their free agent signings to what you say in the moment right now. I want your emotion, your gut here to tell me power rank your wish list for quarterbacks right now of plausible candidates. Okay.
4: I guess uh, it's Jackson one, Rogers two. Those are the two likeliest, I think. And then there's a gap, and then Carr. Whoever we could draft at thirteen, Garoppolo.
3: What about an aggressive draft trade? Like not drafted thirteen, but jump into the top five and do that again, or something.
4: Well, see, here's the thing: I haven't grinded enough tape <laughs> to be able to speak on these quarterbacks yet to know whether. Like, I'm very nervous about Bryce Young like size wise i don't know that he's much different than kyler murray which is concerning but
3: i can't believe you call it grinding tape like watching oh, that's a what youtube I... highlight pack that's what you mean right i like watch watching...
4: lots of clips but, you, o- but you
2: but you only ever watch positive clips you never see any negative plays from any that's of
4: not people. true i try to i try to type in like uh worse plays by or whatever uh, i'll I'll guarantee you this jeff by the
2: time draft season rolls around if the jets have not signed a quarterback as of yet tim is going to become a real big what is his name anthony richardson fan that's going to be his i did guy. see
4: i did see him mocked to the jets already um i don't know enough about him but, I hear, but in, th- in, about him. in three months' time, he is going to be likely the
2: best collegiate quarterback prospect of all time, according I, to you. I
4: don't think that's true. But, you know, I think I had, what did I say, third or fourth would be whoever we could take. Maybe it third, whoever we could us, take at 13th. Um, so that would be my ranking. I think the Jets have a lot of capital to basically take any QB they want that's available I still Question can't believe is, you really said you want to you, do it.
2: I can't believe you said you would throw in Sauce in a trade for Lamar. That's crazy.
4: Uh, as, as marvelous as a top tier cornerback is, an elite quarterback is worth it. I think any team would so pay that price. Have
3: you revised your playoff clinching date for next year? We're sticking with Halloween. <laughs> yeah, well,
4: Sauce was talking about how it would be in December. Yeah, maybe uh, he was talking about being on the Ravens. Well, maybe he's right. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think this. Te- it, I can't really make any predictions, Jeff, till I know who plays quarterback. I really can't.
2: That is fair. What if it's Zach? And, it's, Wilson? and that
4: makes the Jets the biggest story of the of the of the period between the Super Bowl being over and the draft, because they have to find a quarterback, and they're the team I think that could go the furthest with a good quarterback. That they and the Lions, who I can't imagine are going to continue with Goff. Those two teams are like the biggest question marks to me, and Baltimore. About yeah, what they do, I don't do think the
3: Lions are looking to get into that veteran market. They'll yeah, they'll either, use their pick. They'll use their 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 picks to either like trade up or stay where they are. No,
4: I'm not so sure. I don't think Dan Campbell would wants to put a rookie in there and, and chance what they've stick got. With I, I think Goff.
3: Golf no. is pretty cheap. I feel like golf
4: took them as far as he can take them this season. He I don't think Derek terribly. Carr
3: is getting Derek Carr makes them better. So you've essentially said, unless they
4: can nah, get. Yeah, he might. I think he does. Does he? Unless they can get Rodgers or
3: Lamar, so. there's no way for them to improve on Golf. Or even kind of Garoppolo.
4: Like... Even Garoppolo would be an improvement on Golf. Like, I feel like
2: I... Golf is these guys. Yeah. Like, there's no real
3: difference. No,
4: not quite. Not quite. I mean, we saw it Sunday night. Golf was god awful. Sure. Like, horrifically bad. Like, like,
2: like we, we've seen Golf be. I mean, they still won that game.
4: Despite him, they did you're right you got he got a lot of help from from Green Bay,
2: but you think that putting in Jimmy G is going to fix that?
4: not fix it, but you've got a team in Detroit which is kind of in win now mode, and I don't think they can afford to I take disagree
2: with that. The
4: the cheap contracts and the things the way things are set up, I don't think they can wait too long.
2: Yeah, but the, you can't go after one of the like if they, I think you're they right. If keep... They get Lamar or they get Aaron Rodgers, then yeah, they are in win now mode with the roster that they have in place. They if, they, keep... if they get Derek Carr, they're gonna be equal, they're going be exactly the same.
4: They could keep Goff and draft a quarterback. Yeah, that's the move. I would not do that. I would send Goff packing. But but they're never
3: gonna win the Super Bowl with
4: Goff. Correct, which is why I think that team has the potential to do that with a decent quarterback.
3: Okay, fine, but unless, but you, unless it's Rogers or
4: Lamar, nah, I'm not so sure that that's true. All you need to do is be decent. I don't know. Carr could be decent. Jimmy G could be decent. So I, I Goff, like chances. Goff can be decent. Like we've we've seen Goff be decent.
2: Like those other I two guys.
4: There's, there's too many games this year where Goff just didn't show up. Maybe they Concerns can get Matt me. Ryan. I suspect Matt Ryan's going to retire.
2: I, I did want to talk about the head coaching stuff uh, before we jump into the games, too. Carolina, Indianapolis, Arizona, Houston are the four that are currently open. Jeff, which one do you think is the most attractive job? I guess In, Denver, Denver. Denver and De- De- Roseburg or yeah, whatever his name is. Well, maybe they're going to bring back Jeff Feinberg to coach the team. <laughs>
3: uh, Carolina, Denver, Indianapolis. Indy,
2: Arizona, Houston.
3: Probably sounds crazy to some. I think Houston.
2: Me
4: too. First pick in the draft.
3: Or Carolina. I think it's Carolina. Yeah. Eh, Carolina underrated. I think there's a lot of, I like a lot of the pieces um, that are there. A really rich owner who would be committed to overspend or, you know, do whatever it took in the sort of same way the Rams did. I feel if the right situations presented themselves once they had a couple good um like once they had a good enough team I feel like they wouldn't hesitate to go above and beyond but Houston the draft picks just I think it's a very clean situation but the owner is apparently a total dunce according to most
4: as is the GM
3: yeah who they're keeping they're
4: keeping for now that's right but they, a you know, very a normally
3: yeah. a very cocky arrogant guy. I watched the presser there yesterday. It's the first time he seemed to take any sort of a- accountability.
4: Well, you make two hires and they're both one and dones. You know, like what seems to be the common thread here?
2: Do we think that Indianapolis is all of a sudden a bad job because they had a bad year? Is that a team that can just These are be
4: all bad jobs? Yeah, but like this Indy... might be the worst crop of, co- of no, job of nice, ever. Indy's a nice,
3: Indy's a good job. I don't no, think Indy's that no, bad not. of a job.
2: Like, if you just got them a real quarterback, like in two years' time, are they just dominating the AFC South? Or is this now like Jacksonville's division?
4: Because not seems...
2: necessarily, because it seems like Tennessee is somewhat in flux now.
3: Yeah, but there's three. Look, look listen. Look at the playoffs this year, okay? Look at what we had to watch on Sunday. This pathetic, no offense, this pathetic Dolphin team oh. this, with this current quarterback situation. Every rollout pass from Skylar Thompson, <laughs> it was like playing 500, you know that game 500, or you throw it out like Five, it some, 500 like,
2: up, yeah.
3: Yeah, 500 up, or the guy yells up, catch, like lob ball. Like it was an embarrassment. The Patriots, the Steelers, in the NFC, that shit show. If you're half decent, you should make the playoffs. There's seven spots here now. So I don't, like, yes, it might be Jax, uh Trevor Lawrence should probably be the favorite in the Jags to win the division for a bit going forward. But in the same way I feel about the Chargers, like, yeah, they have Patrick Mahomes, but we got to be god-awful to not make the playoffs most years, even though we might not win a division. Um, there's just too many playoff spots. There are three wild cards.
2: The league sucks. If I threw the Rams into this mix, because I don't think Sean McVay is going to be back as coach of the Rams. I think he's just going to leave. I just saw the offensive coordinator, Cohen, ended up going back to Kentucky, Tim. Is, the, are the Rams or the Broncos the least attractive job?
4: I think Arizona is actually the least attractive job. Interesting. Steve, then we, the we can Rams get, is the second get Steve, least attractive. We can get Steve Wilkes to Arizona. Problem solved. Yeah, really. Uh, I think the Rams. Rams second least attractive. Broncos third least attractive.
3: Rams search won't be long. I honestly believe McVay like you, Pat, he's going to step away for a bit. He'll take some TV money and he'll be such a hot commodity. They'll just elevate Raheem Morris and they'll let McVay know the job is yours if you want to come back in two years. Like, I think that's going to be just a simple. Raheem Morris is the coach now.
4: That works well in Tampa. Both when they just gave Bowls the job, and he's been terrible at it, and Raheem Morris has been a head coach before, wasn't very good at it.
2: Yes, yeah, but, but, how- but but no one expects the Rams to be any good now. Like the, the, this was the end of their run. All their guys got hurt. We don't even know if Stafford's going to end up coming back. What's the point of going out and spending all this like equity you, on a really? You you'll
4: hire an, a young, exciting coordinator who'll be really cheap from college and make it, him your coach. They'll yeah, never
3: you- do it. They'll never do it because of like just the market, and I don't think they'll do it. But you should argue they should trade Ramsey, Cup, Stat. Like everybody should get traded there for McVay leaves and just replenish it all.
2: At I just think at least
4: Ramsey, yeah, sure.
2: It's interesting. It's not a bad idea. Do you think Stafford comes the back? NFC, or is he
4: done? The NFC West is so terrible that like the Rams only would have to go like nine and eight to make a play. Like like think of the NFC West, like the Seahawks overachieved this year. They're a lovely story. We, you know, we, Every year, half the teams don't make the playoffs again. Seahawks are probably one of those teams next year that are not going to make the playoffs in terms of the talent that they have on their roster. Maybe. That's the, at least I would suspect that.
3: Stafford um, said he was on his wife's
2: podcast. He said he's coming back.
4: We'll see. Then, I'd, then, say like a, I'd say it's like I'd say 50-50 at this point.
2: If it, I mean, this, this seems like to be a classic move at this point. He might be too young for this situation, but why doesn't Indy just trade for Stafford if he's actually going to play and he's fine? Yeah, I guess like, isn't that like what they do at quarterback? And although he seems to be five years, it doesn't old, work. No, they it doesn't. They seem but at least like they're the really best version com- of this.
3: Pat, they seem like they're ultra committed to end the cycle. And I know it's an easy connect the dot fun morning after the season, but there's a lot that even shows. There's some rumblings they'll make a trade they'll move up they'll dance with chicago maybe chicago executes the pick on a quarterback and they trade for justin fields they're gonna they're not going the veteran route anymore they're gonna just do this now if they got to pay a piper to move up two or three spots they'll do it if they think they'll get their guy at four it's 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 now that they're not going that route it's it's they're playing the different they're playing the other game now
2: Do you think that Chicago will actually—I know they're talking about, like, entertaining trading or drafting a quarterback and trading Justin Fields. I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I don't think it would necessarily be the wrong move, depending on how you rated Bryce Young or whoever it is that you like at the top of the draft, because you kind of reset your rookie contract at quarterback, which is really nice. And you'd get a bunch of stuff, I think, for Fields. I just don't think that anyone—I mean, outside of Cliff Kingsbury, who did do this with Rosen and Kyler Murray— But Rosen was absolute trash. At least Fields looks like he has some upside to him. Like, do you think that they would ever trade Fields or is this just like internet rumor mongering?
4: If I were the Bears, I'd be saying everything and anything so that people don't know what I'm going to do with the pick. Exactly. You want to be a master of disguise. You want every rumor to be out there. You want you leaking to very reasonable sources. We're thinking about X. We're thinking about Y, even if you're not thinking about it at all, to keep people on their toes so that. One team panics and offers you a, a price. The thing is, we are moving into a pro analytics world. And one of those things is that you never, ever, ever give up first round picks basically for anybody, even quarterbacks. So I feel like that's, I, think the I amount feel like of that teams is switched that are going to be coming cap in hand to trade. Like, I, I think there's a very shallow pool of teams that would be interested in offering Chicago what Washington had to pay multiple years ago or the Rams had to pay multiple years ago. To get the first pick,
3: I so. disagree. Look what freaking San Fran paid to move up to three two years ago. I did, and it
4: blew up in their face. Uh, but like, I really saying, think that if, the lessons I, if have an been organization learned, it never quarter- works,
3: if an organization needs a quarterback, loves a quarterback, someone, when yeah, I just disagree. In the I last do- few
4: years, it's been a failure okay, each and I, every time. Well, I, I don't think just, so. I think there's I mean a, giving, I, giving a, up. For, I'm not give, saying there's nobody giving up first round picks. Just,
2: just, just. I mean, giving up a series of first round picks year after year just did lead the Rams to win a Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, it did, but they didn't give up those picks to go draft a quarterback. They gave up they, those picks to go get a player.
2: Yeah, they traded They yeah, a little, they, they traded a little two first-round picks for a quarterback.
4: Correct. But that is still a different concept than doing that for a complete unknown commodity in the, in the draft. All
2: right, if you're the Jets. Like the analytics guys if you, will tell you, you, are you are never, the, never do If you are it. the Jets right now, who do you think you would have to give up more to get, Lamar or Justin Fields?
4: Oh, you'd have to give up a lot more for Lamar.
2: But you also have to pay Lamar a ton of money at the same time.
4: Absolutely, everything is more expensive with him because he's a known commodity whose whose ceiling that we've seen is higher than any other quarterback you can acquire right now. Ceiling, you know, there are quarterbacks obviously with higher ceilings, but they're they're not available. So
2: I think I would move on from Fields if I was the Bears, and that's nothing really against Fields. It's just the, what are you going to do over the next two years before you have to pay him a lot of money? Now
4: that's that's dumb. That that that's that's trying to be too cute. Why is that like, too cute he, though? Like you, you're not you know, you're not, you're not anywhere close to where you need to be to be competitive no team will ever do that though unless you think the person is a bust you see enough out of fields that no team will do if the, if the quarterback's a bust you move on but but I, we've seen enough from fields i think he could be incredibly special jeff's not, mike's not working he's trying to scream fourth overall for what? fields you wouldn't
3: take fourth overall for fields i'd think- take your quarterback first overall that's the no, move
4: i wouldn't I, I see. I would. That, that's I move that's from, kind of, then that's I move kind from of having a big... quarterback. I know can play to a quarterback that I have no earthly idea.
2: Do we know that fields can play though? Because the whole point isn't to have a quarterback that you can run out there and be like league average. And then you're stuck with like the Jared Goffs of the world. I know that Goff and fields aren't the same type of player, but unless Josh, unless Justin Fields
4: develops into Josh Allen,
2: now we're in a circumstance where you just have this guy. To, yeah, he does. You need to have a great quarterback. I mean, the NFC His gets...
4: running talent is so elite that he just needs to be a good passer. And he is better than, you know, all but about four or five quarterbacks. I... Right? He doesn't need to be an elite passer. He just needs to be a good passer with that running game. But he presents as like a better version of Jalen Hurts in that instance.
3: Uh, the Bears have said everything right out of the gate. I mean, they said, will Justin Fields be your starter? Ryan Pohl said, yes, he's my our starter. But he also later in the Q&A or postseason, whatever, went on to say they will evaluate every oh, of position. And if he's blown away at quarterback, then maybe things can happen. But for now, they're answering it perfectly. You keep everybody on your toes. You make totally. people think Fields is available. You make people think the pick is available. You take all those trade calls and uh-huh. someone comes and pays that Piper if I would, Indy might offer them the world to move up from four to one and they love fields. Maybe you do it. You take that, you build your team. They have so much cap space. If they feel that they want to, you know, where they can fields in his arm and accuracy and from the pocket can grow over the next couple of years, that's their decision. But I, I love the discourse that's going to be around this Bears decision. Like I salivate at it, I eat it up. I eat it up. The rumor mongering that's going to go around mm-hmm. this thing, the second the Chargers get eliminated, uh, it's my it's a I enjoy that story more than who's going to win the Super
4: Bowl. Jeff will be on Bears Reddit on a daily basis.
3: <laughs> no, but I'd be listening to like YouTube clips of like Bears local Chicago radio and stuff. I don't play the Reddit game. Yeah,
4: do like, uh, they get their Monday morning press conferences?
3: <laughs> I guarantee you they do. What if, I guarantee you they do.
2: It, here's the main reason. I think it's sort of the opposite of what you said, Tim, about why I think they should at least consider trading fields. Because he actually is worth something. And we haven't really seen this scenario before. And like I said, I just don't know. I mean, they've already traded away. They, I know they got the second round pick for Roquan. But they essentially traded away the first pick of the second round for Chase Claypool earlier this year. Like It's going to be really hard to restock this entire team. And by the time they do, it's going to take like two draft cycles for them and they'll need to hit on some guys in order to be wildly competitive and then you're still just banking on is Justin Fields going to get there I don't know if he's ever going to get there you can at least reset your clock and accelerate your process by gathering more picks like if you're Detroit and let's say Detroit believes in Justin Fields they think he's a top 10 quarterback why wouldn't you give pick number six your first rounder next year in golf they
4: won't fields? send Fields in the division no never they could offer them six first round picks in Chicago I, th- I,
2: I think you wildly overrate that no. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen.
4: That it never happens. Pat, never. Ever. Well, it's, it's,
2: not, it's not like there's just a bunch of trades it's in a the third rail. all the time. Okay. You don't, you, I it, will it give happen. Pat this.
3: I will give Pat this. If Ryan pulls trades Justin Fields to Siberia or Detroit, if Justin Fields becomes a top five QB in the league and the quarterback they draft isn't good, it's a shit show, dead regardless. But for it to happen in your division, no. you pay a price to literally be guillotined in town square. And, and I don't think a GM, like, I don't so know. I don't think today. a GM has that, the balls. Like, people saw a tight end switch hands in the division and they lost their minds because, like, a league media, like, a above average tight end switch teams in the division at the deadline. You, it's impossible. If Detroit could be smart enough to finagle a back door where they trick, they involve a third party and Chicago gets bamboozled in that sense, genius. I would I would love it. Chicago is making a trade, one hundred percent. Either they're trading Justin Fields, or they're getting a Kings ransom for one, because they are not going to the podium at one and not taking a quarterback.
4: You wouldn't like, think, unless they're you know, unless they become enraptured in the defensive end from Georgia and just say we don't care, we think this guy can be you know Demarcus Ware, or he can be you know that uh, would be the that second... would be that would be wild. But you know what? Is it impossible? for the Bears who, you know, long tout the importance of defense to say, we have found J.J. Watt 2.0 and we're just taking him. Like, I don't think that would happen. I think they would, but I'm not, A, you certainly put out there that you're willing to make that pick, and this is one of the ways you look at that pick, and B, we've seen teams before make picks, and you think, why in the name of heavens wouldn't you trade that pick? Uh, You know, you also have to get 100% of the value you're looking for for that pick. And if you don't get it, then you do have to be ready to make that pick. Even though I think you're right, they should either trade the quarterback they have or trade the pick that they have. But who's I, you a, know, I wouldn't say there's a 0% chance that they don't fall head over heels with a pass rusher and say, "Got to have him." You know, he's he's a game changer. He's TJ Watt, he's JJ Watt, he's you know, he's Dwight Freeney, he's someone I've got to have.
2: Who's
3: in the worst shape in the league? Like the worst shape. Well, I guess Arizona. Yeah,
2: Arizona's probably pretty close, just because I the the health of Kyler Murray.
4: Yeah, next what? year's kind of a blow up. You're not going to get to evaluate him at all next year. I mean,
2: could you make well? But they, like, they, don't, they, an don't, argument? they They don't need to evaluate him. He, he's in there well, for a while. But if he
4: played really bad, you know, I'm sure you can just belly up to the bar and and and, and dump him.
3: Is there an argument that? Um... Like just spitballing that it's te- like at least Arizona is picking three like the team's in you know seventeen like a Washington
2: at 17
4: Denver.
3: or I guess Denver who we don't even it's register Denver. on the board or the Rams uh I, I,
2: th- I, I think that the Rams are in more trouble than Denver I think the Denver situation will not completely fixable is not as bad as maybe a lot of people are making it out to be. I think a lot of that just had to play on expectations of when they got Russell Wilson, how good this was going to be, and it all went really wrong. Like, you fix their offensive line, their defense was pretty good anyway. You know, you get Russ, you get in a coach that can actually play to whatever Russ is right now. I I still think that they have a lot of talent on that team. The issue with the Rams is they have talent. It's all either injured or old. That's a problem.
3: And And expensive, and, and and expensive,
4: and there's not too many of them.
3: And no picks. And Pat, is, uh, you're 100% right in your assessment of, um, who did you break down before the Rams? Denver. Yeah, because we joked for so long in the season that if Denver scored 16 points a game or something, they would have been seven and three. So you got to think, like, I don't know, can you give me a coach to score 16 points in NFL football games? Like, even if my quarterback isn't what we thought he was, there's got to be enough in there for us to not you know do enough to flirt with the seventh seed as we just discussed almost how bad you are to not be competitive for
2: it i i do have three other teams that could be like sneaky close to the bottom in terms of like what their future outlook is titans titans cleveland not cleveland titan yeah, i think cleveland's in real trouble titans colts and patriots weirdly enough like the patriots what they score? 10 <laughs> defensive touchdowns this year? Like, that's just not replicable. <laughs> See, here's the other
3: part about that, though. I think feel like there's four games the Patriots could have easily won. Yeah, but they yeah, won. Yeah, but they also
4: stole games, Jeff. They also stole games, too. So, like, yeah,
3: I guess it right. finds
4: that, its level. Yeah. It's the same way that I sort of come to terms with the Jetsies. And then, yes, there were four or five games we should have won, but we also stole three or four games we had no right to steal. So, these things all sort of like work themselves and then, out. And I'm not saying that the Patriots are going to be the worst team in the league. I don't believe that. I feel like that no. actually
2: kind of works against them. That they're just, they're perpetually set up with the team that they have to go anywhere between 6-11 and 11 and 9-8 and eight every single well year. Well said.
3: They're not going to bottom out. It, there feels like no bottom is coming, which is almost the worst case scenario. Yeah, Can like their, their,
2: their defense is too good to, like, yeah. make them an awful team, but, like, they can't be carried by their defense, even, like, the amount of... Like, if you ran the season back again with the way that they played and what their defense was able to score for them a lot, like, they're just... It's just not going to happen. Like, probabilities would say it swings back the other way. Look at the fucking Raiders this year. It's just going to be, like, the Vikings next year.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, the Vikings under will be the world's most popular over-under pick, I no, think. But, but the it won't be... The no, it won't be...
2: The books, the
3: books aren't giving them...
2: They don't so they won't they, give them credit. They won't give yeah. the Vikings any credit. It'll be Like
4: eight and a half or something.
2: Yeah, it'll be eight and a half yeah. or nine. It'll be like, okay, that's actually a pretty good they're number. At,
3: they're at home in the playoffs. They won 13 games. They're a three point favorite to Tim calls the bad news Bears of football. Or whatever you call the the, the, the bench warmers. Outside of Saquon and two other
2: guys. Also, oh, we, yeah, we that need
4: team is not good.
2: We need to continuously talk about Brian Dable as coach of the year because we all have money on that to win and the more we can manifest it and the more that people talk about it since this is a media driven award. Uh, I think that's anyone out there who has Brian Dable coach of the year be very firm in your public
4: response. I put the fear of life bring. I put the I put the fear of God into you on Sunday when I said uh, yeah, this is a media-driven award. Maybe McDermott locked up coach of the year this week. Yeah, I didn't like
3: that. No, it. screw that. I didn't That's like it. The way he handled no. things,
4: And no. maybe it's not. Maybe I it's love done. it.
3: It's great. He did. He's great. It's all media-related.
4: He did a great job. I'm just saying. Okay,
3: I big on Vikings futures, as we've talked all year, running, whatever. I'm going to shut up about them. I kind of do want them to win the game, but I know if the Giants win this game. If the Giants win one playoff game, I'm cashing a Dayball 30 for I believe the vote's
4: already that. in the barn, right? They've, they've already voted. Have
3: they? I have no. Uh, it's like the
4: MVP. I believe they vote before the playoffs.
3: I know it's not playoffs.
4: Supposed to don't affect the playoffs. I no. think the votes are. In, uh, no, votes see, see, see. see the, pl- the playoffs
2: I, begin. Uh, let me go look this up. I, I, I'm pretty sure you're right. That I think it's one of those things where the playoffs aren't supposed to affect anything, but in the NFL they do. <laughs> yeah. See, what's always funny in the NBA
3: when they hand. Um, Like they give the guy the MVP. I mean, like Dirk Nowitzki'd get the MVP the first round of the playoffs, and they'd lose to the Golden State Warriors or something funny. Like four days later, like, oh, if we did the MVP now, maybe we wouldn't given it to him. It's you can't. I hope. I guess for the integrity of the award. The ballots should have to be in before Saturday.
2: According to this, I, I according, of, according to this, they are. Yes,
4: they yeah. voting uh, for each it. award is done. I'm I, just saying. You know what? They're not picking McDermott, but I think McDermott could have very one well. Play,
3: no, one playoff. Carried win away for Dayble, One playoff win for Dayball would have gotten like, I think he should get it now. And maybe it's my bet talking. But one playoff <laughs> it, win, it I'd have <laughs> been spending the money. Unless. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, I will caution you about spending the money on something that's right. minus twenty thousand uh, before it actually hits. Just wait till it hits, then spend the money. Don't spend it before. Trust me. <laughs> it's always dangerous, Pat. Yet to hit an award,
3: you hit a big future award future the night before the Super Bowl. I mean, it's a good thing. It's like just the cash is there. But
4: oh, I just occurred to me, Denver in their final coup de grace to you, screwed you over on all your win totals, didn't they? I bet. It just occurred I, yeah. to me now they pushed Made you All your win totals okay. pushed. Denver, I felt, one final I felt, twist of the knife.
3: I felt blessed to get the push. Like Because if my headset where we were six weeks ago, I'd have given anything for that push. And I bet Denver minus one. I feel like an idiot because I should have reacted quickly to get some Denver like plus 140 when we were doing the show last week. So I'm an idiot because I missed that. But I did um, make a big Denver bet last week to get a bit of that future. But I'm happy. I Pushing that much money can sometimes feel like a win.
2: I hit my Seahawks
4: future. That was the big thing on Sunday. My Seahawks future. I needed that.
2: But now, I mean, you did need it to stay somewhat competitive because, I mean, both. And my Dolphins one came in. Yeah, but Jeff hit Bears' worst pick. First pick.
4: Yeah, and I got the push on Washington, so I don't lose that one either.
2: Whatever. Oh, congratulations to both you of you. G- Jeff, you and I don't I... think you can beat me. Jeff, you and I. Yeah, I don't think you can either. After that. I think that was 14 to one when you bet it. Yeah, I bet it after week one. They lost to
3: the 49ers, and I was like, yeah, let's go. Bears' worst record. And thank
2: you, Lovey Smith. Lovie Smith, real hero. So the the Mayo Media Nation got to cash that. That was very nice. And the Jags to win the division the night before. Both both of you and I both hit that. It was great. It was going to be a very profitable weekend until things happened. Yeah. I mean, credit to you. You bet it before the season. I jumped in. Amazing.
3: I got such a good number that late, but I think I said it last week. The week the Jags played the Dal- Dallas and the Chargers played the Titans, and then that made it set up the one and. In- the Week 18 game, just with that one week's event, a plus 475. So, go Jags. I was cheering for the Titans. I would have rather played a quarterback without the dimensions of Trevor Lawrence.
2: Well, let's get to the picks recap. Here you are, Tim. We're fifty-five minutes into the fifty-one minutes into the show. Mm. You hit your free money. You're six and fifteen for the year, which actually makes you up money for the first time ever in the eight years we've done this show. So, congratulations you. to you.
4: Thank you. Appreciate take a, it.
2: Take a bow. Wear the medal.
3: Um, let the clerks know.
4: Yes, I, I thank you. This was a good year, and uh, the gold picks or sorry, the super locks were good too. Uh, You guys tied for best
2: Super Lock record. I have been eliminated. You guys both won last week 13-5 and on Super Locks for the season. So how this is going to play out is you guys need to go head-to-head for each round of the playoffs until it's it's golden goal, Jeff, as you pointed out, that once someone wins, it's over.
3: Yeah, I didn't know what you wanted to do. Is this going to be like a total playoff no. super lock record, or just we're going to play till someone doesn't uh, answers and and can't be responded to? Uh, Tim hasn't made mention. Normally, he's quick to mention how much he loves a week or how much free money. Oh, he
2: no, there, he's, he he so... said
4: it on the Sunday show. There's free money on this board. Yeah, um, there's a. I have a five team money line parlay. They can't, can't miss.
3: Are you middling a game, or you picked a total?
4: uh no i just surprise us
3: surprise us i'm sorry that i asked i'm proud of my 13 and 5 super lock record i wish probably like a lot of betters out there that we had the discipline to just sort of play our favorite game but the nfl goes on prime time in extra nights and i can't resist um yeah but it's good these games have my m- most money on them make sure the season is fine
2: well, the only thing I was able to do was capture the season long picks title for the seventh time in eight years after a twelve and four week eighteen Wow brings me to one thirty nine and one twenty nine for the year, besting the coin by four. The coin went five and eleven. Jeff, you went six and ten in the final week to go one thirty three and one thirty five to drop two games below five hundred Tim, you went ten and six and you finished one thirty 130
4: and one thirty six yeah not not a shabby finish to the with. The most important thing is the 13 of five. i I'm, I, I'm really proud I, of
2: that. I agree. I would trade uh, my winning the picks record to be 13 and five in Super Lock, so I'm not going to lie. As
4: I'm long as my Super
3: Lock record is good and my picks record isn't an abomination, I feel like I uh, it was a success.
2: Okay.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: Let's get into the games then. Super wild card weekend Seattle is at San Francisco. Kicking it off. Minus nine and a half for the Niners at home. 42 and a half is the over under in the game. I got some some facts and figures here for you. Got the crack research team on it here, Jeff. Over the past 10 postseasons, underdogs and postseason games that feature divisional opponents are nine and four against the spread. However, double digit point playoff favorites have covered 10 of their past 11 games and in those games the over has cashed nine times I like San Francisco I was thinking a lot here but it's not double digits it's only nine and a half right now and even if it grows higher I like Seattle to backdoor this game I feel like this game is non-competitive and Seattle backdoors it and costs a bunch of people money so I will take the Seahawks
3: I'm disappointed we lost this half point. It seems like the smart guys really like the Seahawks this week. They do they do have the perfect backdoor recipe. Like quality receivers, a quarterback who's not afraid to up chuck the ball. Um yeah, I'll take the nine and a half. I don't I don't love it. I don't love it.
2: Yeah, a half
5: for me.
3: It,
2: it, it does feel like this game can really get away from the Seahawks quickly if the Niners want to lay the smack down, Tim. But I did a show on Odds Checker with Ross Tucker earlier today, and he was kind of talking about it. In the playoffs, it's different. It's, it's harder to cover up some of these larger spreads because guys are looking for bonuses in season. And, you know, even if the backups come in and try to play, like guys are just trying to win. They don't care if they win by one point or 3,000 points in the playoffs. It's just about winning here.
4: That makes total sense. I believe that. Um, I do subscribe to the, st- to the idea that it is very difficult to win uh, three times against a divisional opponent in a season, and that divisional opponents are better matchups for underdogs against favorites than teams who you haven't seen all year or only saw once. So uh, I am going to break that rule once in these picks. Uh, we have three divisional games this week, and two of the three I'm taking the divisional dog. But I, and uh, this is one of them. I'm going to take Seattle. Uh, it's too many points. I predicted the game to be 23 to 16 for San Francisco.
3: Do you know how hard this is for me? And I think Tim could probably attest. I'm not sure where Pat stands. I know we last week faded Seattle quite hard, but I think Tim and I have pretty much faded Seattle for a month and a half. Every single game, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I've been. And and they got in here. Um They got every break in that Rams game. Your almost heart hurts for the Lions. And Tim sort of said it on the internet. It's impossible to not be happy for Seattle, but I think they got some silly, real silly breaks in that Rams game. People seem to
4: forget, though. Seattle and Detroit played this season. Seattle's in the playoffs because they beat Detroit.
3: Congratulations. Like, that
4: wasn't mentioned once in all the, oh, Detroit, they would be the better team, blah, 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 like head-to-head. is the most important thing, and that game happened, and Detroit lost it. So, like, I can't really cry for the Lions. Uh, The Seahawks are here fair and square and earned it. That was my second
2: second best DraftKings week of the season when I stacked Geno and Goff and on all my teams in that one game. There was, like, 3,000 points. That was fantastic. I saw someone chuck out an idea that... Obviously, it can never happen, but it would be amazing that if the seventh wild, like the final wild card team in both the AFC and NFC, was done college football style, that like there was a committee that just power ranked who they thought the the best team was and make them the I seventh wish. seed.
3: That'd be awesome. I wish that would be so good for the Chargers because we always underachieve with this roster, and people are like, "Nah, yeah, but like last year, I'll be better with the Chargers." Uh, that'd be great, Pat. I. I until you
4: got blown out, and then the next year, the committee doesn't pick you when you're the deserving team because you embarrassed <laughs> them the year before of a very fair the point. The other thing that isn't being discussed enough in this game is that Pete Carroll, for all his foibles, is a very good defensive coach, and he's playing a quarterback who's in his first playoff game and a rookie who has never been in this type of intensity in his life. And there is a significant advantage to Seattle that tips in that direction. So don't be surprised if Purdy like sees some for uh sees some defenses he's not used to and Seattle throws some stuff at him that confuses him. And you know, also as much as I like Shanahan, his record in the playoffs, like he loses games he shouldn't lose. So anyway, and I said uh, two
3: quarterbacks make it their first ever playoffs.
4: That's correct. This Gino's also a playoff debutant, but he's been in the league for ten years. that's he may have been a backup on that giant team that went to the playoffs. I'm not sure. But it's certainly his first uh, regular season, his first uh, start. Uh, but my point is, Purdy's played. You know, you've known who you've known the name Brock Purdy for like two months in, in your life. So don't be less than that. So don't be surprised, or just there is a chance that he just turns into a pumpkin uh, in in any of these playoff games. In a divisional game, is one of those spots where the world doesn't see it coming. But Seattle's alive in this game. I don't think they're going to win. I like, like I said, San Fran 23-19, but. Seattle is very live here, and you uh, one, one looks down their nose at a divisional rival with uh, with great caution. I have
3: less confidence in Seattle than you do. Um, I'm actually concerned because when I pick a game and my theory for the pick is I'll get the backdoor cover, like I don't feel like very sound in that at all, at all. Uh, especially that means it's a two score game. The 49ers front guys are still going to be in there. It'd just as easily be a turnover on that drive I'm expecting to be a backdoor cover Pat I know you, you you mentioned your conversation with Ross and it makes total sense that yeah playoff games tighter scoring harder to get that lopsided victory but it's almost like how do you put this A an example maybe but you know in a hockey playoff game they'll pull the goalie early in an elimination situation and then all sort of bets are off in terms of total and, and spread you could also get the most desperate things like Pete Carroll might do things he would never do, like go for a fourth and five in his own part of the field, like not punt in a lot of situations. So I feel like it, you really get exposed in those sorts of things where as safe as teasers sound and feel you get this like do or die scenarios, which can really blow them up potentially.
2: Yeah, the biggest thing I'd be worried to hear if you tease Seattle up would be just San Francisco runs the ball 500 times and Seattle just legitimately can't stop them. Can you? Yeah, Seattle's
4: not not a good teaser team here because you're right. That's a very fair point.
2: Can you turn your microphone up, Jeff, please? You're much quieter than Tim is. We're
3: up, we're up, we're up, we're up.
2: Yeah, there we go. Paul big thumbs up from Paul from behind the camera. There we go. All right, next game, your Chargers, Jeff. Get the Saturday night slop. They are 1 point favorites in Jacksonville against Steffi Graf and the Jags. You two are big on this, and I saw people on the internet fighting about it too and like very passionately arguing about it. Who cares when people play in the playoffs, like what times? I I I don't understand. It's just this.
4: fun. I don't really care as much as it's fun to predict yeah. which games are going to be where and trying to think through it's, like it were my call, how would I arrange these these deck chairs yeah. sort of thing. It's uh, no
3: different than what you do on the Sunday night show, like trying to predict the block on yeah. the show tomorrow. Like, good, good point. It's just fun. We, we try to think, OK, who are these preeminent franchises? What sort of leg up the networks? I mean, we can all agree. We've all watched this playoff, even with the expanded thing. The AFC South, I don't think they've ever played on the Sunday on wild card weekend. <laughs> you know, it is literally like, uh, you know, I get the spot of being in the AFC South Super Bowl, their division champion on the Saturday on wild card weekend. Um, but yeah, I think about it. I think about it lots. And I think there's a, also a lot of thought put behind the scenes about it, too. I think the networks almost have a draft.
2: I mean, they did. And as you mentioned I mean, Team Bay they, blew up the party. They did blow up the party in that, yeah, because uh, the the Packers 49ers is a game that you know, average Joe would want to watch. Although, when I sent you the ratings for the best sporting events or the highest watched stuff on TV of last year, it's just all NFL.
3: Yeah. And so that yeah, just shows you the point. whole league is national. Like the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're a national team. Every game is essentially national. Market size. I mean, I'm not saying it's not important, but these games hit regardless of what order you put them in. Well, I would ar- I would argue, actually, four of the six games are actually pretty primetime spots. The only two that aren't is the Saturday 4 o'clock and Sunday 1 o'clock. Agreed. Everything else to me is essentially a primetime spot. Sunday at 4.30 is primetime. Yes. It is primetime.
4: Yeah, that's probably nice. where most, if not almost all, of those most highest rated football games probably come from.
2: No, no, the highest Sunday, rate, football, S- Sunday night football yeah. is, but that's only be that's usually because like you have the four o'clock Dallas game on Thanksgiving, which is always highly rated because it's the only game on at that time. Like, the, I don't know what the breakdown would be between like 4.30 in the playoffs versus Sunday night football or 4.30 in the regular season when there's three other games on at the same time for like, you you need to be an island game in order to get all of the eyeballs because inevitably people are just going to watch other games.
3: Island game 4.30 on a Sunday to me is prime. It's essentially as prime, maybe the most arguably the most prestigious spot on the weekend.
4: Which is why Jeff and I were apoplectic that New York and Minnesota got that spot. We just that we didn't think that's where it was going. But
3: obviously, it's the Sunday night thing, and yeah, I, I mean, I even had this discussion that I'm almost of the opinion ESPN got their make good from the Bills Bengals situation. Yeah, we didn't even them. think
4: of that, and it wasn't until the schedule came out when they got the best of the game because uh, yeah, that Jeff said, oh, it's because they lost. A great AFC, and it was like, boom, the light bulb went off. Like, that's exactly what that was. That's why they in, got in Dallas.
3: normal circumstances. That is getting the Sunday. I would have thought that would have been the Sunday night game for sure. Or the ESPN always gets Sunday the trash Sunday.
4: playoff game, always gets a trash playoff game. If you go through the last seven years of playoff games, they always get the worst one. They had Connor Cook versus uh, TJ Yates, for example. Like, they always get the worst playoff games.
3: And we lost, they, they got rid of the Nickelodeon playoff game. What? Thank
5: goodness.
1: They no. said they do
3: one on Christmas. They said they did one on Christmas instead this year.
2: That's when Baker Mayfield won the MVP.
3: <laughs> yes, because they wouldn't let people vote for Russell
4: Wilson.
2: They're, there's a guy who could be the Jets quarterback, Baker Mayfield.
4: No, I don't need that.
2: I like that. That'd be a lot. of yeah. fun. He, he fun was really,
3: really show. impressive. That'd be great for the show. That's probably the best bet for for show content that
2: would make us laugh the most. I think it's weird because when you look at all these games, Chargers at Jacksonville does feature the best quarterback match unless Lamar plays and is like a hundred percent. Like this is by far the best quarterback matchup of the week. Like this is the most intriguing one. Better than Dak Brady? Yeah, like you have Dak Mm. who's thrown the most picks versus washed up Brady. Like this is a rising Herbert a rising Trevor Lawrence, two guys who have been like top 10 quarterbacks this year, picked in the same draft. Like these, this is the next generation of great quarterbacks. Were they not in the same draft? No, it was the Burrow draft. for. uh, Uh,
3: Yeah. And uh, when Herbert initially showed his great flashes and then people were comparing him to Trevor Lawrence who hadn't even been drafted yet, that alone had me like so flattered because I believe all the Lawrence drafts draft hype, even if it's that's because I'm a sucker for the draft. Um. Yeah, these are we're, we're a couple princes. We're a couple dueling princes on Saturday night, playing in our first playoff games, and the winner, I assume, will get the right to take on King King Patrick Mahomes. Do you know who the quarterback coach in Jacksonville is, Pat?
2: I don't. Is it Alex Van Pelt?
3: No, it's Ellen DeGeneres.
2: P. No, it's not. Oh God, really? Yeah, it's it Ellen. Is.
3: Yeah, it's Ellen.
2: Do, do you think that Ellen is secretly mean to all the players on the team, like real life, Ellen?
3: <laughs> no, uh, I think the only charger left from the McCoy days would be Keenan Allen. Uh, I, I'm nervous. I'm excited. This is where we were supposed to be. This is, you know... um,
2: Yeah, five five seed. Five seed lost the division to the Chiefs. This is exactly when you mapped out the season at the beginning of the year. This is where they were going to be.
3: No, I mean I picked us to win the division because I'm biased and thought maybe we could do that, but we're not. And we showed. Where's the spread
4: going to be when the game comes? It seems it's moving clearly in one direction. Is it going to be like Jacksonville minus two? See, I don't know because Mike. They just I just read that Mike Williams looks like he is
2: going to play. Uh, they're probably going to get him into practice this week, so he's going to go. And what? Right before we came on, I don't know if we got it on video or not, but Jeff was having a little conniption fit. Uh, in a, in a, actually, is a conniption bad or good, Jeff? Or is it just bad exciting? usually?
3: Yeah, conniption's kind of bad, but this is um, what, what's the,
2: what's the positive version of that? Because you were having that.
3: Yeah, no, a conniption can also be good. I was yeah, I saw just before we went on. Rashawn Slater has been activated. That twenty-one day window, if. Going by how we use that window for Joey Bosa, we didn't activate that window until he was essentially incredibly close or playing that week. Is, so there, some is
2: Hold on. Is there a – I don't know this. Maybe you do. Is there a stipulation with the playoffs that if you don't activate them now before the playoffs start, they can't come back?
3: Okay, you could be right. I'm unaware of that, and someone that's been following the Rashawn situation, that's never been brought up, that okay. we had like a drop dead date this week. So I believe that not to be true, because I believe I would have seen that in the copious amounts of reading that I tried to do on the Rashawn Slater situation. So I am pretty. Yeah, we get Rashawn Slater back. We got Joey Bosa back. Um, I'm excited. We're going to play a pick'em football game in Jacksonville. I don't really have a lot like to break down the game. I'm Okay, well
4: give me your TikTok of Saturday. How does Saturday go for they're Jeff? dynamic? When, when you really hold start? on.
3: They're a when dynamic, they're a dynamic team, and they can Trevor can make plays on the second level, and that scares the shit out of me. Um you what do you want to know? What my Saturday is yeah, gonna what be. What does Saturday like?
4: look like? How many, how close are you watching that Seattle San Francisco game? Are you getting how are you getting prepared for that game? What does Saturday look like? As Jeff prepares for a wild so, card game with yeah. the Chargers.
3: So I got out of my mother in law's birthday dinner.
2: Oh, big win already. So the Did- awesome. Chargers win or lose. You already won, pal.
3: Yeah, because her birthday is Saturday, but uh, I don't give a crap. I mean, happy birthday. <laughs> Listen, I joked with my wife based on the present she got me. It indicated she clearly didn't know me. So I told my wife, I think I should get her a Justin Herbert t shirt.
2: Just <laughs> give her that shirt you're wearing right now.
3: No, this. This is my AFC Championship 1994 shirt. Uh, I'll own it. I tell my wife I'll own it until I can get a new one. It doesn't leave the house, but um, it's old. It's got holes. But Pat, you know what's good for those holes? My Justin Herbert soap. (laughs) I got my uh, Dr. Squatch Herbert Fresh.
2: When did Jeff become Gallagher? Jeff, Jeff's looking like the Brooklyn brawler out there. I was going to say, he's dressed up kind of like the Nasty Boys. He can get somewhere to the pit stop right away. Hobbs and Na- Hobbs and Nash? Or Sags. Sags no, nobs and... and Sags. Nobs and Sags,
3: yeah. No, no, nobs and, Although Cust would, say,
2: Cust would say it's Holland Nash, the Nasty Boys, with his so, deep wrestling knowledge.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, a lot of these playoff games this week, I feel the team's played. Uh, Minnesota and the giants played recently the other ones and the other ones were the division that week, three game. It means absolutely nothing. It was on Rosh Hashanah. It was a low (laughs) point of the season. I ruined Rosh Hashanah. I ruined it. I ruined it. Slater and Bosa got carted out. This is Herbert's playing after getting bonsai dropped in the rib cartilage where we, I thought he should have taken the game off. It was an absolute, probably the low point for me of the season was that game. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but if Austin Eckler won you a fantasy championship, you probably remember how you were cussing him out in the first three weeks. Our defense was a total mess, not to say it's perfect, but like, so that game means nothing again. It only means something if Yokozuna is coming to sit on uh or John Tenta, the earthquake is coming to hang out at Herbert's house this week. That game is irrelevant to me. Um, But it shows the Jags they can they can beat us. So that's a thing. And I don't know. I'm excited. I'm nervous. But these are the games. You gotta win these games. That's the feeling I want. This feeling I want, and I hope I can have this feeling again next year. It's not like I'm not making a joke, but it's the feeling that someone like Tim and thousands of fans of teams who aren't playing. Like I remember sitting on my couch last year, like. You give anything for that feeling I'm going to have Saturday. Tim asked me how my Saturday's going. I do not know. I do not know. Um, I think I am going to watch. I don't. I I don't know. I thought about going to the game. I decided to pass. But I will say this will be the last Chargers game of the year. I'm going to be watching on TV. Now you could take that to mean they're going to lose, and that's possible. But I'm just telling you facts. This will be the last chargers game of the year that i will watch on television can't wait to go eat some barbecue next week in kansas city i have a Derek thomas pro bowl jersey might like wear that for the tailgate so people give me some ribs <laughs> then i'll do a big reveal
5: rawr
4: maybe the all the underseeds maybe all the underseeds will lose will win and you'll go to los yeah. angeles and SoFi. well that would honestly be, nice. be ho- i don't even want
2: to do that the Chargers have been a good road team this year. So you're taking the Jags, Jeff? No, I'm taking
3: the Chargers. Chargers oh. 3-0. Oh, we're, it's not a 1 o'clock game. I had an argument prepared because I thought we'd get that first slot or something. We haven't lost that 1 o'clock this year, too. We're lucky. I'm not happy that it's Saturday, but I'm happy it's at night. Um, I don't know. What else am I supposed to say? This is what I'll say.
2: You, you, Here's what you should be doing. You should be rooting on the Baltimore Ravens this week because maybe you could just drive to Buffalo and watch them
3: oh yeah that would be awesome that would be awesome but i've always wanted to go to kansas city so i will go to kansas city if that's the game if i get a drive two hours to buffalo that probably less that would be um great as well and i'm doing something that most people will probably not approve of but you know like with um like i'm playing the lottery essentially um and don't worry about me. You have nothing to worry about. I'll do this responsibly and I'm okay. But I'm going to bet $1,750 on Donald Parham to score the 1st touchdown. No, but we're going to bet Donald Parham to score the 1st touchdown. i I'm betting $1,750 on the Chargers to win the AFC. Now, maybe I could be better off rolling this over, but I want, I want, this is me. This is not you. This is me. Don't worry about what you do. This is what I do. I want twenty-one thousand dollars for my Super Bowl experience, and I'm willing to lose. I won't even think about that seventeen hundred when it disappears into the night Saturday or next week. Must but be I, nice. I want. G-T-R. I no. I want. I want twenty-one thousand
2: dollars for my Super Bowl experience.
4: <laughs> I like, and it. that's why
2: I bet. I like it because because Tim was talking about the Jet Super Bowl experience experience earlier this year. You know, he'd like cheap out on a flight that had eight connections, stay in a motel six or something like that. You want to do it right if the Chargers are there. And the good exactly. thing exactly And 20. the good well, the good thing about the Chargers being in the Super Bowl is no one would want a fucking ticket anyway, so you could have big savings there. Not is true. Not true. All number? the eight sorry. Pardon? Is twenty one a significant number because of Ladanian Blackjack
3: yeah, it kind of is. I was like, "What's the number I need?" I thought twenty thousand, and then you know what? If I do seventeen fifty, it's twenty one thousand. It's just a clean. You're
4: gonna need it with all the Eagles fans or Cowboys right. fans, and that's part of it. Or but also Pat, fans in town. Also,
3: to Pat's point, when it happens, I don't want to be stressed about it. I don't want to be cutting corners and nickel and diming. If I gotta pay an upsell, maybe I'll even save some money because I know uh, Cam and that crew are gonna have to be there. Maybe I'll sleep on his floor throw him some money but i'll i am going to not i don't want to have to worry about that shit if i want an aisle to just maybe do a minute of pacing if i need to (laughs) i'll sit on the goddamn aisle and again you probably don't approve of this bet you probably think they're like it's a bad bet if you don't think they're going to win even if you think they're going to win but i'm not doing it because i'm just doing it to have no worries if my dream happens and i'm willing to pay
2: poor tim are you still there
4: I am. Did Jeff cut out on you too? For just a split second there. To, he was Too, making a too very much excitement.
2: All, all I'm saying, Jeff, is that I'm pretty sure we know that you had $1,750 on the Chargers over under this year that pushed. And so now you have that in your account.
3: <laughs> I had like probably double that.
2: So you have more in your account.
3: You're looking good. Mm, yeah. And I have Justin Jefferson, huge bet to win offensive player of the year that can cash the night before the Super Bowl will be We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, But yeah, no, that's like, you're probably thinking that's so dumb. They're not winning. Like, I get it. I get it. It's not a plus EV bet. It's a peace of mind. And if it does happen, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to be cutting corners or nickel and diming shit. I'm going to have my experience. Perfect. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll pick the Chargers. Okay. But I'm nervous.
2: You should be. It's a a one point spread. You should be nervous.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, On the way out. On the way out. We've been really good on the edges this year. Uh, I don't know how in the most uncharger way we've been really good in the finer little edges, despite stupidity and playing players. And you can mock us and we deserve to be mocked. We'll never do anything easy. We never do. We like Staley can't even take the credit that people were giving him going into the week for the resilience in the season. Now it's just he's an idiot again. And I don't know. I don't know. But we are sixth in DVOA special teams. Like, we are on the finer edges, one of the better Charger teams I've ever been
2: around. Jags also top 10 in terms of DVOA special teams, too. So that's not what you're playing in New England.
3: Oh, I didn't know. Listen, I should have looked at what their rankings were, but I was just so happy. If Anthony Lynn had that special teams, he'd have probably still been employed and been to the playoffs four straight years.
2: So, Tim, before we circle back, because we we didn't really address the Staley stuff yet, but that was like a 20-minute soliloquy from Jeff— I'm taking the Chargers. I like the Chargers in this game. And listen, it's a true coin flip situation. As proof, the coin has picked Jacksonville to win this game. But the way I look at it is you see both these defenses and how they're structured. So it's twofold. One, the Chargers defense, I actually think, is vastly improved over the course of, like, we see this every year. Like, some teams just, like, even New Orleans. New Orleans, the defense that we thought that they would have at the beginning of the year that was non-existent for 10 weeks did show up by the end of the season. Like, the final six weeks, they were great on the defensive side of the ball. And the Chargers have been too their rush defense is abysmal their pass defense is really good and in the playoffs give me a good pass defense especially against these afc teams unless they're playing the ravens then it's going to be a real problem so like etn overs sure and the jags are kind of constructed the opposite way where they're rush defense has been i mean let's see here where's jacksonville at jacksonville third rush defense 20th pass defense and if you're going to leave it up the chargers don't even want to run the ball anyway so passing is going to be pretty good on that front but the big thing here is i just don't know how good this jacksonville team is they came back and they beat lamar in lamar i think that was lamar's last game they beat them 28 27 since they beat Goff outdoors uh in Jacksonville. They beat Tannehill in Jacksonville. They beat Dak in that uh, uh, sorry at the Lions at Tennessee. They won both those games. They beat Dak, who just imploded in that game. Then Zach Wilson, then Davis Mills, and then Josh Dobbs. Like there's a big step up here that this was the best quarterback they played outside of Patrick Mahomes all year. I guess unless you count Jay, I guess Jalen Hurst was in that game very earlier in the year. But I don't know the the past two months for the Jags, like they haven't really played anyone besides a healthy Lamar who's been any good at quarterback
4: in Dallas. And that but, game was high but, scoring,
2: but Dak but that has been bad.
4: Yeah. I mean, you asked. I mean, you look at DVOA Jacksonville is 13th overall chargers are 18th overall. Uh, DVOA would say, if you were looking at, I heard that was quoted earlier, like the Jags I mean, the jets are a better team than the chargers according to DVOA. I mean, if you, so it, I it, you,
2: if you look at the past six weeks of the season, the Jags are fifth, the
4: chargers are sixth. Absolutely. Both wow. have been playing very good wow. football coming down the stretch. Uh, It's a coin flip game Another game with two debutant Quarterbacks in the playoffs uh, Because Staley doesn't know how to coach That's why Their quarterback is a debutant this year And uh, Doug Peterson While he was out coached on Saturday night uh, is Is With a bullet The best coach in this game Slightly better team, slightly better coach Getting a point Give me the cats To win this game First part of a five-team money line parlay. Oh, so San Francisco wasn't on that? No, see, I told you I am legit concerned about Seattle. So San Francisco—that's exactly lock people of don't see
5: Okay,
2: Pat, I think everyone sees Seattle just, coming. That's that's kind of the thing. Like Seattle oh. and the points are the popular side this week amongst people who like oh, bet on football. Fair enough. Can I want to counter and give you an
3: anti-Chargers point to the pro-Chargers point you made? I mean. On a couple notes, you talked about the Jacksonville schedule having played nobody and that being a concern and being a step up. You also raved about the recent Chargers defense, and it does seem like there's some continuity and they trust each other more and health. Great. La, la, la. Problem is, Pat, roll this back for me. Russell Wilson looked alive, although the defense, despite being out there, the guys were like approaching it. It almost felt like preseason and how they were trying to tackle. But still, Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield, Nick Foles, Malik Willis. I mean, these Chargers' defensive stats have been propped up playing a bunch. uh, Two off, three for 24 or something crazy. You're right.
2: You're absolutely right. So the Charger
3: defensive stats have been propped up by us running into some jabronis. And I can admit it and i want to be transparent for the audience because that's why this us playing trevor lawrence i don't know he can make that second level play we haven't played a guy like that
2: we haven't i was gonna see how long paul was gonna keep the camera on you when you had nothing to stay it was kind of funny (laughs) you're just shaking at the camera i thought
3: i froze again i didn't know if my computer broke i was worried i'm uh, so I, obviously we've gone long on the game, although I know we talked about scheduling before we actually talked about the game, so the timestamp on the game will be longer than... Oh, no, no, the
2: I I changed that. I changed, I put the schedule okay. as its own time zone. Jeff. I'm we on top of this producing as we go on. I want to know what you were feeling on... I We, we have to know, because you didn't say anything about it. What the fuck was going on on Sunday?
3: So like a lot of people, I just assume... You 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 tell them they're playing because you don't want them to not prepare for the game. You don't want the mental break of preparing for football. So I thought for sure they're going to start the game. They came out, they did a drive. I'm like, okay, time to go. Came out, they did another drive, another touchdown. Like, okay, this is great. We got our mo. This is enough. Then it went a little longer, and I'm it ruined my day. I wasn't up as a. I couldn't match how upset people on the internet were. I was frustrated. I was confused, but my biggest issue was like, you don't understand. I now have to watch that game. Every play, my heart is in my chest. Every play, I'm not watching the ball. I'm like, did everyone get up? I'm looking at refs. Like is a ref waving in, um, you know, calling an on-field timeout because we got to get a trainer. Every play. Good plays, bad plays. I didn't care about the result. My head is on a swivel. Austin Eckler's taking fourth care. That's me. I'm talking about it. That's how I was acting. I had to, like, if I sometimes a player runs a hundred yard back kick return, they put him oxygen. I needed an oxygen mask. I needed an oxygen mask. What was worse, which I get it, Staley's ride or die, Al Gas, no brakes. It's a mindset that he's trying to create that obviously too many times hinges on goddamn stupidity. I've made my mono my monorail argument salesman before um I don't it's so weird his argument he got really defensive at the podium right away like defensive instantly and I like my my, my, my press room but if that was Anthony Lynn, like there would have been bazookas pointed at his head from Daniel Popper, from Jeff Miller, from Lindsey the That's a violent episode. If it was Anthony Lynn, I'm telling you, the knives would have been for a throat. But Brandon with these guys, because he sucks up to them and he's nice to them and he probably wrote them all Christmas cards. And, and I've been you know, told to just chill that he doesn't deserve the fastball. But I thought on Sunday after that game, he deserves some of these guys' fastballs. And I I saw some like batting practice fastballs thrown. So I'm upset with the group who gets who has the credentials, who can ask the questions. The, the answer is so stupid. We only have 48 guys. We got to work around it. Other people could figure it out. And OK, you only have 48 guys, but you could just take Justin Herbert out early. Keenan Allen in the fourth quarter, whatever. Um, the Internet was also unfair. Like they were unfair. Joey Bosa was never taken out of the game with an injury. Is not even on an injury report with nothing popped up with an injury. Everyone's screaming, Joey Bosa's hurt. You idiot. He might be an idiot, but Bosa, it appears, wasn't hurt. Mike Williams got back spasms. I-, I don't know. I wasn't as angry as the people watching, but I was more in like a state of I need to now get out of this moment before maybe I can be angry about it. So that was my in game. And I didn't get a. It ruined it. Like I, I thought I could change the channel. I can't change the channel. It's supposed to be a preseason game vibe. What I thought I'd be getting. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not happy about it. But I also, yeah, I wasn't as angry as people wanted me to be. It was really fucking dumb. And I've already called him the monorail salesman. So what am I supposed to do?
4: I don't. Yeah, Mike Williams life. is your most valuable player. He's not your best player. Your most valuable. You could player. be right about that. You and could, the fact that right you talent. Him not playing hurts your ability to win by a huge amount, and so you don't play him in that in a meaningless game against the Broncos. I don't
3: disagree with you. I would I would have, have benched him before difference.
4: I been I would have benched him before I would have benched Herbert. As crazy as that sounds, because Herbert's your best player, Mike Williams no. makes the engine of the train uh, go down the tracks.
3: I got my spirit fingers going because I don't disagree with you. In the same way, like Bosa was out of the game before other defensive players, he's very important and he's fragile mike williams he's fragile i mean i have you could search a tweet if you wanted to i probably i've probably referred to him in the past give me
4: that excel code
3: i have probably referred to him in the past as soft as baby um we almost he almost needs his own personal trainer just to deal with him he's very fragile so i don't disagree with anything It does appear that there was a lot of like doom and gloom, but it was a back spasm. And as people that have them, uh, I've worked beside Pat as he's like lying on the office floor. (laughs) Like it's weird. It's it it can be like debilitating where you can't even walk twelve feet, um, but you can be fine in in two days. Let alone with the treatment he'll have. So maybe we caught a break. We're idiots. We can never make it easy. We can never just, oh, we made the playoffs. Great accomplishment. We survived injuries. Good job, Chargers. No, it was all, you're idiots. What's the matter with you? Fire this guy. Like I can't even get a rose petal for a goddamn minute.
2: I would recommend that Mike Williams not do any of his own laundry this week as someone who has once collapsed into a dryer, getting their clothes (laughs) out of the dryer due to a back spasm.
3: Tim would probably try to scoop you out with a a two-liter Coke bottle.
4: That was a washing machine, not a dryer.
3: Um, Yeah, it was really dumb. I'm not defending it. I'm not glad-handing it. I just couldn't match the level of anger. But I also, like I said, I think I was unable to be angry because I just needed to survive the moment, like a concerned parent. We'll worry about punishment later. We need to get out of this situation first. I guess that's that's how I, I felt. And seeing that gremlin so defensive instantly at the podium. And I would have loved to have watched a Monday presser, but I only got a transcript. And it were more it was more batting practice softballs.
2: All right, let's stop there. Donald Parham. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Sunday. Taking a while to get here. Dolphins at Bills. Spread is ten and a half for the Bills. Forty-five is the over-under. There's still talk. There's rumblings that Tua might be able to go in this game. I don't think that is true, and I don't think that Teddy Bridgewater, with a broken finger, is probably on his throwing hand, is going to be able to play. So this is what I'm guessing is Skylar Thompson. And if I had to cap this game with Skylar Thompson as the quarterback, it would be like 14 and a half. So Tim, I will take the Buffalo
4: Bills. It's nine and a half right now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Well. We I know, but like that's mis- moved a whole point since we started oh, is, and threw a key number. That's does, interesting.
2: Does that mean that Tua is playing? And I, was I haven't wrong? seen anything
4: one way or the other. I'm taking Buffalo. But yeah, I this is the divisional game I am going to take the favorite in because I don't think uh, Tua is going to play. I certainly think he should not play under any circumstances, uh, and I also don't think he will play. And I don't care if you give me Bridgewater or you give me Thompson or Mike Lennon. I don't care who you give me in Miami. Uh, they don't have a chance in this game otherwise. I really don't have a whole lot to say beyond that. If Tua two, if, if two somehow did play, I would take the Dolphins against the number. Dolphins would be incredibly alive to win the ballgame. They beat him once this year. They nearly beat him twice. Uh, but without him, I don't give them a hope in heck.
2: We might not, get, just... we might not get Raheem Mostert either, Jeff. Uh, he broke his thumb last week. He might play, but that's probably not great for ball security.
3: I kind of totally agree with everything Tim said. Uh, there's no real fancy case to make. Unfortunately, they got their third string quarterback. I think the Ralph is going to be an absolute hornet's nest. I probably would lay to Pat's point flirt with uh, 14 here. If that's what they wanted, Tim used the words, no chance. I'm not going to piggyback him. I don't think the Dolphins got a chance in hell to win this football game. It sucks. They should have, uh, they don't have their quarterback. It's unfortunate. I have a friend who loves the Dolphins who is normally like a very boring guy who doesn't do much. And I might have to call child protective services on him because he's telling me he wants to take his five year old to the game. And I'm like, are you delusional? Like, Ralph Wilson Stadium is not a family friendly place. You're going to bring a five year old dressed in the in teal and orange
4: i mean is you, this better or worse than the sky dome lady
3: see that's different because you're like front row and that's indoor like take it driving a five-year-old from toronto to buffalo outdoors look he's like oh my son loved the raptors game <laughs> like it's indoors it's two and a half hours you give the thing a popcorn you give him some skittles it's easy to make a quarter disappear Doesn't work like that outdoors.
2: I would also say, I I would also say that Bast NBA games, at least how the Raptors put on, they have great, like, in arena entertainment, like for downtime and timeouts. There's always stuff going on at those games. It's going to be fucking frigid in Buffalo with drunk Bills fans everywhere.
3: It's a family friendly. Very
4: inappropriate language. It's it's a family
3: friendly event. And at the Raptors game, there's nothing family friendly about. Ralph, Ralph Wilson Stadium. I was 10 years old. I had a ball whipped at me, like in a Chargers gear. My uncle still talks about it. I was at a game two, two, three years ago. I'm four rows behind the bench. And I understand there's not like a lot of great seats unless you're in a or like, you know, I'm sure the secondary market and modern prices, they're really expensive. My point being is I was in like a really nice seat where you would think like that close to the field. No, people call my wife a fucking whore. Like that happened. It's just, and I love Ralph Wilson, and I look forward to going back there next fall for a random game. And, and, you know, or in
4: two weeks for the AFC championship game.
3: Okay. Yeah. That'll be different.
4: I'll be. Oh, with no. Bill. You said you'll be there. So,
3: oh, I will be there, and I'll be with Bills fans. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I could, maybe I'll be in a, don't worry, behind glass. but You'll, I'll wrap, up,
4: you'll wrap yourself up like LT in the championship game. I've,
3: that's a memory a bothersome one T- tim was um, tim
2: was very offended by the language that was being used when we were at the ralph
4: it's it's offensive it was absolutely shocking now this was years ago but it was shocking nothing it takes changed. a lot to, and it takes a lot to shock me i'm a grown man the language that was being used openly during the game <laughs> i was like i need a fainting couch this is shocking this is
3: they hate the dolphins with a passion. They were throwing
4: snowballs at the players three weeks ago,
5: three
3: weeks ago. I mean, it's supposed to be about zero one degree, two degree. I mean, Canadian temperature, at least how I looked at it. I'm not sure what that conversion is. So it's not supposed to be like freezing, but if you're outside for four hours, three and a half hours, five plus hours after a tailgate, it's cold. It's cold. And your kid's going to be miserable. He's going to think you took him to some rave. He's in hell. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> i'm not so sure there's a big difference between ralph wilson stadium and hell i i enjoyed our time at ralph wilson stadium i am throwing that
2: out there the language did not bother me but i was so fucking cold by the end of it i was just like fuck this i was so hungry it was
4: very very cold nope. and that was november
2: that's what i get for being up till 6 a.m at seneca casino
4: <laughs>
2: and
3: and tim to your point i mean if you're wearing dolphins colors it could be hell like it could be hell And even said to my buddy here's the worst part Here's the worst part. I don't think, like, I'm not actually worried for your life or your safety. I just think it's the dumbest thing ever. All that being said, in the miracle, in the miracle that it would take for Miami to win that game with Skylar Thompson, it actually then becomes a potentially dangerous situation.
4: You have to sit and wait in that stadium for it to clear out before you can go home. No, I, I mean it. I mean I, it. And I agree. I'm not... It would not be pretty.
3: People maybe from Buffalo could be like, I'm overreacting. I've been there way too many times. (laughs) And if you have a five-year-old, like it only takes, I get it, 95% of people probably be lovely and be like, you're so weird for bringing this kid, but I'm not going to say anything. The five idiots that are going to try to get in your grill while you're with your five-year-old will make it
4: not make it worth it.
3: You want to bring your five-year-old? Get a box. I I don't even know. I don't. I can't even get indoors where it's
4: warm. Get a box. They can play on their iPad. They can watch TV. uh, You know why bring them? Why bring them? And this this kid's got limited.
3: This kid's got limited screen time. He's going to use it all up in the car.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and And the the drive itself is probably not good, especially if you're going day up. I agree with you. We we need to move on from this. Sorry, it just it's
3: in my own personal life. I'm like losing my mind at this guy.
2: All right, brings us to the midway point of the show, which means it's 2000. 2000- Already? Yeah, it's the midway point of the show. Well, the midway point of the games, at least. Which means it's time for a mini version of Cust Corner. Cust Corner,
1: it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. It should be president of the United States. But it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, he- he- he-
4: he- he. I wonder if anyone else has experienced this as I am experiencing this today. But once you go out to a really nice place for dinner, as I did last night, it is so hard to come home and want to eat any of the food that you have or go look at any food nearby that isn't really like, like I just don't want to eat it. I'm like, what I had last night, I had these things called Yukon gold mashed potatoes. And the way it worked, right. It's not like regular potatoes that are mashed. Like these were like very silky and I'm pretty sure like butter and table cream was mixed into them and they were topped with, uh, green onions. Like they were so delicious. And now I, you know, I, I had a steak, I had a Caesar salad, which was made at the table beside me from scratch. Like it was top notch. And like you come home to what you've got in your fridge or the places you go, I would rather not eat than eat this stuff. Like, I just have no interest. <laughs> and like, does anyone else have this experience of like, once you've eaten something really nice, like at least a day or two after, it's like, I couldn't even imagine eating this right now. I've eaten something delicious. I couldn't go back to eating this.
2: I like that you had never heard of Yukon gold potatoes before. <laughs>
4: Oh Wait, no! I'd heard how, of how bad potatoes, How I bad? i never had the mash.
2: How bad were the mashed potatoes that you've eaten in your life? That you go to one restaurant, they have mashed potatoes, and they're so, like, there's always so much you can do with mashed potatoes. Yeah.
4: Well, I grew up. We boiled the potatoes whole, and then they were just mashed with a fork, and you had a little <laughs> salt and pepper added to them, and that was mashed potatoes. <laughs> so I never really cared for them. I can see why. But like these were like like silky and uh, they were really delicious i have to say and like that was like again i'm talking about a 10 or 12 or 13 dollar side compared to this delicious uh piece of beef that i ate which was also phenomenal but it's like you come home and the next day or so he's like i would rather not take on any calories and not eat anything because it just can't match up to what i just had and all i would be doing while eating this other stuff is judging it versus this now that maybe this is not other people's experience, but, like, this is the way I feel right now. Like, right. I haven't had a bite to eat all day because I just don't feel like anything is up to snuff. You haven't had anything to eat today? Not a bite. Because I just, like, I, I wanted to have something at lunchtime. And I was like, uh, eh, I can't really eat that. I had a much more delicious version of that last night. I couldn't be bothered to have that right now.
2: But what about all of the great things that you always talk to us about? Like mozzarella sticks and popcorn sandwiches.
4: Well, mozzarella sticks are the A, and Kenny confirmed it. And you know, Kenny, you know, was a chef. He gets it. When when, when when was one. Kenny? When was Kenny a chef? At that restaurant, he said that. At that, and anyway, A. I mean that's, one, that's not what he said. Uh, well, when, we asked, when he
2: asked him if he'd ever been a chef, he said no. But okay.
4: And then he said, "If you want to say I'm a chef, that's fine." So.
2: Yeah, he has stolen Chef Fowler.
4: Then, whilst going through this experience, had gone through this experience where no, most of this is why you're an
2: insane person.
4: You come home, you're like, I don't want to eat any of the stuff I have now because none of it can compare to what I ate. I think all I would be doing is judging it. I think it just really speaks to the quality of food you have in your house. I have like nice stuff, like no, it doesn't sound like you do. I have like salad greens and vegetables, and I have decent cuts of meat, but like nothing compares to what I had. So like
3: the way you've described yourself and your experiences over the years, I don't know how to respond to this other than, and I'm not someone that like goes out like a ton, but I have, I guess, but I'm also fortunate enough where I've been to these places almost since a young age where I'm just so, I don't want to say so used to it, but no, it doesn't have that. Like, jarring effect on me after i go to a nice restaurant
2: like how i feel after yeah nor do i this is just you going to nice restaurants for once instead of the worst possible restaurants which you claim are the best like that place that just got shut down that you love so much
4: it isn't shut down yet and i intend to make a pilgrimage to it before if it gets you, shut down. So you you want to go to
2: the war you you just went to the best steakhouse in the city, and now you're gonna go to the and you can't eat anything the day after because it was so good. And then you're gonna go to a place where their steak is fucking rubber.
4: Yeah, well the thing is you're going there for nostalgia and the the flavor profile, but not the the actual like anyway. Yes. Well
3: a couple things. Um if you were to say um get a courtesy car, like one of the SUVs you, you think other people should buy, would that make it so much harder to return to your car?
4: Definitely. If I had, like, and again, I was mocked for this, but people came to my side. Like, oh, gee, you recommended an Atlas. Oh, you recommended... <laughs> no, you didn't. You recommended, a you, uh, recommend, a, a, you recommended a,
2: a you recommended a Bentley.
4: That was one of the ones I recommended. It
2: was the first one you I recommend, rec- I hey, recommended. Hey, you, you should get this I recommended this an
4: Atlas. I recommended all kinds of different SUVs that would be. I mean, nice.
2: you've never even driven. Like I said I have an Atlas, and that's the only reason that you bring up an Atlas. But you've never even fucking driven an Atlas.
4: How do you know? I haven't driven it, but I have driven in it. So, so it's a nice
3: car. There was one parked in front of my house the other day. I looked at it closely. They
4: they it's are fun. nice, but yeah, I would
3: it, I
2: would it, it I would, really I, would nice. have, I would have trouble recommending a car I've never fucking driven before.
4: Well, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> You can read stuff up on Consumer Reports or in like the Auto Trader or whatever, and that's all you need to know.
2: Really? How often? Uh, how often do you go onto Auto Trader and read their Consumer Reports? I haven't
4: read anything since I had to pr- my last purchase, but and, like,
2: and you and you bought the most generic car possible
4: because that's what I wanted.
2: <laughs> but we should be. But your recommendations never involve a Toyota Corolla.
4: Well, our friend who has some means recommend said he would like to purchase an SUV. And I thought to be reasonable, I'd offer him an SUV that I thought he'd like. Here's
2: so a $300,000 <laughs> $300, car. For it's the guy, not, I mean, it's, not, it's not that much. He's like, he, whatever. He, the same guy who has had the same car, since you've known him, you think he's going to go break the bank on buying an SUV?
4: I mean, I think I recommended some really nice ones. Some some actual, I mean, talk about actual luxury cars. That's an actual luxury car. So I thought I'd recommend I hear they're very nice. So, Jeff, have you ever had mashed potatoes
2: that have changed your life?
4: They're so good. I can't I even love, describe. I love a good
3: mashed potato. I, I think, know it's bad, bad for you, but, but it's not. No, bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel.
2: bottom of the barrel. Give me a great baked potato over a fucking mashed potatoes. I would have made. said that. I would have said Maybe, the same thing. I like them yesterday.
3: all. I like them all. I like them all. It even most in see? this
2: cast iron little dish. Okay, well, what 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 huh. if you hadn't ordered the mashed potatoes at the restaurant and you'd ordered their baked potato? Do you think their baked potato would be equally as good?
4: I don't know. I mean, I know that the, I mean, I like baked potatoes, but I've had a lot of good baked potatoes in my life. It sounds like you. It's
2: it also sounds like you thought you would have every mashed potato there was to have, and then you had. I didn't give, think
4: there were. I didn't think there were different types. Well, why didn't? You, why don't you think there would be different potatoes.
2: types of baked potatoes too?
4: It didn't occur to me. Well, because the baked potatoes are a pretty standard thing. You, know, you get your sour cream, your bacon, your chives, whatever. Well,
2: you, you would. It, the same fucking vegetable and it was just cooked a different way in a different style.
4: It and you was don't so think that could though. be po-
2: but you don't think it could be possible with the same fucking vegetable done in a slightly occurred. different
4: way. It never occurred to me. It this never resta- occurred to me. This
3: restaurant, like I'm not insulting you and in your love of this potato, but I think if you ordered even the Brussels sprouts side, it would be delicious. Like, oh, it I got like I got the
4: a- asparagus and a Bernays <laughs> sauce. It was amazing.
3: This is what I mean. So it sounds like just it's a great restaurant. Yes. OK, I'm happy you had a lovely evening. Did you notice in the comments last week there are people no, um,
4: only you go trolling through the comments, Jeff, a <laughs> fight with people? Well, well, it's true.
3: It's true. No, no, I don't fight or with to right anybody. wrong.
4: Yes, you do. You write wrongs. You correct mistakes or
3: someone told me that I, I, I mistook Conan O'Brien for Phil Hartman. I said, oh, you're right. Conan wrote the episode. Apologies. Um, didn't,
2: do you I didn't, know what a I chicken didn't, ball is. Didn't I tell you that on the show?
4: Maybe. He wasn't listening yeah people don't even know what a chicken ball is it's true that's insane <laughs> by, by the way that's madness how is that I know, yes. they might
3: eat real chinese food they yeah. don't know what the chicken ball if you is.
4: live <laughs> in the west you you know what chicken balls are okay, they're appa- not this a- obscure apparent thing apparently not tim yes i don't believe i don't believe it i don't believe that people don't know what chicken sweet and sour chicken balls are i refuse this is not some obscure dish from our little corner of the of the globe, if you live in the West, you know what chicken balls are. Now, would you include Europe in that? Yeah, they're in the
2: West. Yeah, when, when you were in Europe, did you see a lot of chicken balls? I haven't yet been. Oh, to that's Europe, right. Physically.
4: But I was to Asia, and I, there were chicken balls at the Hong Kong Airport.
2: Was it at Was it at the Was it at the Hong Kong Manchu Walk?
4: Uh no. Yeah. Maybe it was. I don't know what the name <laughs> of the place was. I went to KFC anyway.
2: the place that he went to last night jeff is the same place that we had gone to earlier this year when i ordered the wagyu and then he came on here telling everyone that you know if if you don't order wagyu what are you even doing you know what he didn't order last night
4: i I didn't order the wagyu what's wrong with you it's the only steak people
2: should eat according to you
4: i couldn't bring myself to, to spend the money i just couldn't I couldn't do it. I wanted to. I just couldn't.
3: You told I me mean, you go to the grocery store, you don't look at prices. Yeah, you don't but do the, that.
4: the prices are right in front of you on a menu, Jeffrey. That's, that's a little different.
3: They're right in front of you on the shelf, too.
4: Yeah, but like you actually have to pick amongst an option. Like it's not quite the same thing. I know what you're driving at, but like, you know, I don't go through the packages of ground beef to find which is cheapest uh, to take home. Like I just pick the first one that looks good. It's not like that with a menu exactly.
2: I agree. This is really hurting your Tim Too Rich lifestyle here. Tim Too Cheap? What do you mean? Maybe. I, I, I believe in
4: frugality.
2: I don't know. You just said you don't look to buy the cheaper things at the grocery store. You pay whatever.
4: Well, no. Well, I'm not trying to save a buck or two here or there. I'm going to buy the pack of ground beef or whatever that looks the most attractive. Then, then why would you come on here and say that the only steak you can buy is this steak and all other steak doesn't
2: compare and then you won't even order that steak. That seems worth it. Like yeah. <laughs> it seems like a value play, Tim Too Cheap. Why he's so cheap?
4: I, I don't know. Could you I afford just, it? I could Sure. You should have done it. No. Treat no. yourself, I, Tim. I already was. I got these potatoes for the, they were so good. Too. What's better, the potatoes or the Wagyu? Totally different things. It's like they're not, they apples and oranges. But like, I have never eaten, and I've eaten a lot of mashed potatoes in my life. I grew up with eating meat, potato, vegetable, like five of seven nights, you know, my whole life. And, like, they were so creamy and good and, like, silky. I can't even describe it. It's like I was super impressed. And, like, it takes a lot to impress me. I was really impressed.
2: <laughs> he- headline, Tim Tim rarely eats at good restaurants, Jeff, is what we're figuring out. No,
3: I... It's so easy to impress you. You're impressed by nothing. You're impressed by technological advances from a decade ago that you just find out about.
2: You're so easily impressed. So I disagree with your statement. We did have a Twitter or someone just tweeted at all three of us. MV Freeze Elbow uh, has a he's staying at the Thompson in Chicago. So shout out to that. Uh, we are happy to offer bath amenities in eco-friendly sizes, Tim, for use during your stay. If you would like to purchase our products, a fifty-dollar charge per item will be applied to your bill. So what? Yeah,
4: no stealing. You've ruined this you, for everyone. How do you How do you use the stuff then without paying? Oh, uh, because you
2: have the eco-friendly sizes, like the little ones, like the little, These little are all ones, little. like single shot.
3: The, oh yeah, the, the hotels I, have Tim, gone so overboard. Now with Tim,
2: Tim shit. stole all their
4: products.
3: No, no, but I mean, like every, like everything is, I respect the environment, but my carbon footprint isn't big enough where
2: I lose. Oh, out. yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course, Jeff. You know, I think that global warming is real. I think there's a problem, but it's not my problem
4: is your take. I will say. No, when it's you, not my when, problem. You should get a
3: lot of credits of, 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 um, you should get a lot of credits and I'll use my credits on when I go to a hotel I don't want. I don't want my room cleaned every third day. I don't want my towels not touched. Um, I want a plastic straw, and I'll use yeah. my credits on that. And what, other what, people yeah. can use their credits on their private planes and shit.
4: If we want to tackle environmental crises, and that's you know, I support that, don't create things that will annoy people as a substitute for the things they had. Like, the cardboard straw just makes people agitated and makes you think, whoever's in favor of this, I'm now against what they're in favor of. Because I hate the straw so much. I got you you metal straws to use. Yeah, but if you're you're going to McDonald's or you're going to somewhere. You you realize you can bring your
2: metal straw with you. You can put it in, like,
4: your little pocketbook. Okay, but people aren't, yes, you could, but people don't do that. Let's be serious. Something... I've Don't annoy people. A, I've almost become a will-
3: fanny yeah. a fanny pack guy now in some
4: situations. Nice. And, and I joked with my wife. Everyone really once pack. they get to a certain age is a fanny pack person in every circumstance.
3: I just want to say I joked with my wife that I think I need a little like a a case and a, a plastic straw. I, I mean a metal straw, and I gotta just leave it in my. Fa- it's gotta come on the road with me, but then I'll accidentally throw it out. So I need like a box of 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 good straws, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But my carbon footprint isn't big enough where I need to sacrifice straws.
4: No. How about focusing more on preventing companies from sending huge amounts of pollution into the air and a little less attention on the cup holders and straws and lids that things come with or the plastic cutlery that come with the food. If you want to win the battle, uh, don't agitate and annoy people. Who you could, who could be your allies and make them enemies of a cause by annoying their personal annoyance. You know, it goes back to the if wealth of nations, I, right? If make I
3: want to let that shower run for 20 seconds before I get in, you better believe I'm going to do it.
4: People will always be convinced by speaking to their self-interest and their convenience rather than their sense of duty, right? It's not out of the self goodness, uh, self-esteem of the butcher or the brewer or the baker that you get your dinner as adam smith says but from their inter- regard to their own self-interest it's the same thing here don't create products that will annoy people and alienate them and say well but don't you feel good that you're doing your part for the environment that will that will that will be a step backwards rather than a step forwards
2: i agree with you i think i think everyone listening agrees with you on that
4: but i oh, I, don't, I see i don't i don't think so
2: no i think there's a large maybe, contingent of people oh, who say
4: plastic straws are wicked
2: they're they are just they're they're
4: grandstanding. They're they're showboating for points. Clout they're points. winning, by the way. They're winning. Hmm.
2: I miss bags at grocery stores. Those were nice.
4: Oh, oh, yeah. totally. Like oh, it's a trashy. And those, got, and if those got, got reused. I got to run an
2: errand, and I don't have
3: a bag on me. And,
4: like, and those things got f- reused. Those that was not a single use plastic in almost any sense of the word. Everybody, re- almost know, everybody reused them.
3: Do you know what a this shouldn't bother me but i feel like such a i feel like such a i don't know it feels so low brow to need to like shove a plastic bag in my pocket before i walk up the street to that grocery store that doesn't even offer them anymore
4: it's ridiculous paper bags the worst
2: I don't mind the paper bags, but I went the other day and they didn't even have paper bags. So I had to buy like two, $3 bags. I was like, I don't fucking want these. Oh, the worst. Or I had to carry all my groceries all out my arms like this somehow.
4: The worst. Well, and it's the same with paper bags. Like, yeah, unless they're not completely full, you can't hold them by a handle the way you can with regular grocery bags. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, I don't have... Yeah, I mean, no, what are we I mean, doing here? I
2: mean, I don't mind the paper. The paper bags are fine because I just you know, take, no, my cart to, freaking... take my cart to my car, put them in, and then I'm good. It's, it's the co- carrying
4: them. The carrying them is more awkward.
2: Yeah, but I'm not carrying them.
4: Well, you still are carrying them into the house.
2: I, I can take them in one at a time, Tim, or put two in my oh, I don't. like do Oh, no,
4: I take everything at once. Yeah, because
2: you're fucking lazy.
4: No, I just I feel like I should try to get everything at, in one shot.
2: Yeah, I know, and you can't in a causes problems for you so eventually after repeating the same <clears> process over and over and over you think you just wise up And you, know you also you are a party
4: are- of one pat <laughs> goes to the store he's buying for four goddamn people you should see what i come back with from costco jeff you know how heavy those 32 packs of dc are
3: so imagine what the guy who has to buy
4: for four it comes back with okay was I saying that I was buying more? No, than No, but you're was like
3: I... boasting about your ability to do it in one hit.
2: No no, 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 He did not boast about his ability to do it in one hit. He boasted about his ability to try to do it in one hit. He can't do it in one hit, and that hasn't occurred to him. I can almost he made always do trips. it. In one. No, you don't.
4: Yes, I do. This almost is why always. you were
2: talking about fucking elevator operators.
4: Oh, it's so annoying. It would be so great to have an elevator concierge who could, uh, you know, take the lift up and down for me. <laughs> That would make my life so much easier.
2: Okay, let's move on to the late set of Sunday games. We got the Giants in Minnesota. Minnesota favored by 348.5 is the over-under. The total was down a little bit earlier, but now it's back up. Uh, People love the Giants, and people love the over in this game. And frankly, I can't blame them. And When people are digging for an upset this week, this is the upset that they're going to dig for. Is Giants plus three, Jeff, the most popular side this week?
3: It seems like it because it's hard. Those big spreads are never going to be the popular side. Agreed. Like, so those kind of get knocked out of it. And this seems like the popular side, people feel comfortable. They saw this game a few weeks ago. They feel like the Giants probably should have won it. I know I like carry a bit of water for the Vikings. I just think the. It's kind of gone a little too far in how bad people think they are i don't think that they're a pick them on a neutral field versus the giants i think they're better than that they're at home this is i think the only playoff game where we have a first time playoff quarterback playing someone with a semblance of playoff experience three points I, 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 I vikings vikings minus six and a half alt line also give
2: me uh, the vikes it's i'm cool. a gonna- I'm gonna jump on board, Tim. I'm just gonna take the Giants. I think the Giants win.
4: Fair enough. I'm taking the Vikings. Like Jeff said, on a neutral field, Minnesota should be favored. Uh, this is a play against the Giants, actually. It's not even so much a play on the on the Vikings. I think the Giants are not a good team. And if Minnesota, with Jefferson can, and and their offensive pieces, can get up ten nothing. I think the Giants, even against the Vikings, will will struggle. Even though I know, you know, I came down to a 600 yard field goal on Christmas Eve to beat uh, the, the Giants. Um I think Minnesota is the better team. And so they're the third part of a money line parlay. Past uh,
2: week. 6 weeks DVOA Giants 12, Minnesota 30th.
4: Oh yeah, no, no question about yeah, I like that. I understand that. But I'm still here to say I don't think the Giants are that good and I don't think the Vikings are quite that bad.
3: Yeah, I don't know what it is, a wishbone or lucky charm whatever the Vikings got. Uh, They, uh, that DVOA kind of even exemplifies it to the end here of the season. I just think that rabbit's foot is an ending versus the Giants at home.
2: Well, it's funny. It's it's funny because it's not really a rabbit's foot offensively. Their offense has been shockingly good. And like, it's, they have really good team. Yeah. Well, it, It seemed, no, I'm talking about the Giants offense. The Giants Oh, the Giants the, offense. The Giants are the The Giants are the 6th yeah. rated offense over that time. First in the rush, first in rushing, 7th in passing. And when you look at Minnesota, they're the a top 10 passing offense. They are the worst statistical rushing offense over that time. The Giants, the one thing they do the worst is stop the run. So there's your clash right there. Can Minnesota run it on the Giants if they can, they're going to blow them out. If they can't do it, I think the Giants are going to win. I don't think that they're going to be able to do it.
3: I don't know. I mean, I want to be able to take something from the fact that the Vikings seem really, really, really good in close games, uh, and this is likely to be close. We have two coaches who are battle-tested as coordinators. O'Connell a little farther, having you know won the Super Bowl last year, so they're not totally out of uh, like a fish out of water in being in the playoffs. Obviously, they are head coaches, and it's different, but I think they're both great coaches um yeah and when i said rabbit's foot you were referring to my my feel like the giants offense i was talking about the vikings rabbits foot oh. of the whole
4: season yeah i don't the think he's the luckiest team on the face yeah. of the earth yeah i don't that's what think I thought you meant too
3: yeah i don't think that rabbit's foot that has been the 2022 vikings dies at home to the giants um that's no. all. And, and they, you they, know have what? To, they
4: have to crash could, and burn on a grander scale than this.
3: And you could probably argue, like, I'm not going to deny it. It's not my super lock. And you could probably say Feinberg's just beholden to his futures. And that's fair. And it's so funny. The Vikings are 30 to one to win the Super Bowl, Pat. They were like 15 to one, like two months ago. And they've become bigger frauds to the betting public. They were 40 to one preseason. They now sit here as the three seed and you can get not the same number as preseason, but a number that I guess you can quantify as just as good or fair, considering you didn't have them sitting on your money the whole time that you could still bet them like 30, 32, 33 to one. So
4: I kind of like them next week too. No one believes in them at
3: all.
2: I think they, they keep it going.
4: Yeah. Sunday night football
2: Ravens at Cincinnati. The Bengals are favored by six and a half points. One and one, they split the season series. We saw this last week, although Tony Brown Jr. was playing quarterback for
4: the Ravens. Here's the problem.
2: Is Lamar going to play, Tim?
4: This line suggests, well, this line says yes. No, see, I
2: think this line says maybe. Because I think if we we see Lamar is announced as the starter, I think this drops to like five and a half, five, four and a half, something like that. Okay.
4: I think he will play. I don't know it. for sure, that's for certain. But signs, even last week, that I was reading, sort of were pointing in that direction. It is a playoff game. I do think he'll go, um, and I'm going to take the Ravens to uh, to Feinberg this game. I don't think that the uh, the I think the Cincinnati Bengals win, uh, but I think that the uh, the Ravens cover the number. It's in division, and these two teams played. A regular game back in week seven or eight, whenever that was, on Sunday Night Football, uh, the the Ravens strangled the life out of that uh, Bengals offense, and they couldn't get any points, and the Bengals lost the game. Uh, I, I think the Ravens are actually a really hard matchup for whatever reason, maybe because Harbaugh is such a good scheme uh, uh, director in terms of his coaching. I, I don't know what it is or why it is that I think the Bengals are a bad uh, don't match up well with Baltimore, but I don't think they do. I think there's too many points for a divisional game, even if it's Huntley. uh, You know, I'm still going to play Baltimore against the spread. I think they keep it close.
2: I'm going to play Cincinnati minus six and a half, and hopefully Lamar doesn't play or Lamar is nowhere near 100% or just super rusty when he ends up coming back. The biggest improvement that I've seen from the Bengals defense has been (laughs) with... Reader back like they can stop the run if the, Bengals, if the Ravens can't run they're absolutely screwed even if it just limits their rushing attack and that's a lot like what we saw on Sunday I know it wasn't a full complement of Ravens players on offense but they just really struggle getting the ball going on the ground and if they can't do that this Sunday against the Bengals then you know it's kaputs for them I wish Lamar had come back at some point so I could feel some sort of confidence because I would like the Ravens in the spot I would think this is like a field goal game but I could just see this going bad quickly Jeff so I like the I like the Bengals
3: so for the purposes of this, I'm going to estimate Lamar plays. I'm making this pick under the assumption he plays and I'm taking the the Ravens with all of these points. If he doesn't play, that would probably change my opinion. If he does play, I mean, I, I'd say it's a real life bet, but to your point, Pat, if he does play and you're not sitting at your computer, what does the line actually become? Um, I'm not sure. You say five and a half. I think it would go... Lower, but you know, five through five, you know, it's almost like a dead zone until you get into the fours. Anyway, uh, a lot of noise about the Chargers and Staley being a moron and playing players. I'm not saying Zach Taylor's a moron; they're playing. They had an important reason to play. Long-winded way of me saying they actually had the most significant injury in Week 18, losing their um, their guard Alex Kappa, fantastic offensive lineman. You could argue Joe Burrow's used to having no offensive linemen or backup offensive linemen, so they'll be in a comfort zone, but I think that can cause a real problem for them this week in the um, interior of that O-line. I'm taking the six and a half, and if Lamar plays, I'd bet it because then it just becomes a typical NFC AFC North game.
2: All right, so I'm the only one on Cincinnati. Interesting. It's funny because I like the Ravens. It just seems not they're not trending in the right direction, as we enjoy to say. Monday night, Dallas at Tampa Bay, talking about not trending well. Dallas. Not looking good here. They're still two and a half point favorites in Tampa Bay. I know Tim is taking the Dallas Cowboys. What do you believe, Jeff? Do you believe that Dallas is cooked or Dallas is playing a bit of rope-dope here with everyone and they're gonna go on a run? i feel like the pressure is gonna break the cowboys i agree i'm
3: sorry I'm, I'm sorry to say if people you know we cowboy fans are popular as i've always said the ones that i actually interact with don't seem to live up to the internet narrative of of like crazy and like don't live in any reality um and i feel bad for them and i don't like the line that sean payton is their coach once Mc, uh, mccarthy's fired off a one-and-done playoff loss to me makes a ton of a ton of sense. I don't like Tampa. I think Tampa sucks. You've heard me like laugh at them for the last month, but I'm going to take Brady here. Like this is their game. This is their game. They might lose next week. I don't think Brady and Tampa is structured to go on a run at all, at all. But this one, <laughs> sorry, Cowboys. I'm, I'm signing with the, I'm siding with the bucks and, and Brady. I, I can't not. It's, it's a one-side, like, Dal- it's a Tampa or nothing. There's nothing that could talk me into Dallas. Wouldn't be shocked if Tampa lost, but it's still a Tampa or nothing from a bet for me.
2: Uh, I'm taking Tampa as well. I'm just going to ride the reverse curse with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and go with that. So, Tim, what's you- your
3: bet on that? Because the number could have never gotten so big because they were always, to the books, the favorite to be in the playoffs, win the division. So how big was the number when we like said they're screwed?
2: I believe it is sixteen to one to win the NFC and thirty three to one to win the Super yeah. Bowl. But I can log in and tell you right no, now. No, that makes
3: sense. That makes sense. Third, yeah, I, I believe I saw those thirty threes when things were getting interesting. But it never got to like fifty or forty. No, 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 they no. never. Not in a playoff spot. Six, six, and
2: 16 and thirty three are the two numbers.
3: Is McCarthy fired
2: if they lose? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Although for that's sure. actually, no, that's not true. Not. That's probably, probably not. Unless they can get guarantee they get Sean Payton, I would probably say no, man. That guy kept Garrett forever.
4: Yeah. Jerry's like, he hangs on to people longer than you think. And it would be two straight playoff appearances for Dallas. I just don't think he would, uh, unless the reason they lost the game is because McCarthy like really screwed up or something.
3: What if it was like last year's game versus the 49ers? I know know styles dictated a troublesome day for Dallas, but it was literally like over eight seconds in and it was like dead. It was like a dead fish in that stadium.
4: Yeah, that was tough. I don't know. That's a good question. He should be fired if you lose to this garbage Tampa team that lost more games than it won. doesn't have that much skill. This they don't. But this is the part they that don't. I, okay, but you have you, two good receivers and a quarterback who's aged. Like they don't have that much skill. They're a bad football team. There's a reason they are eight and nine. Why they're sub 500? Because they're not very good. Dallas is going to play all over them. I love Dallas here. This is a lot of people who are pretending as if this is 2014 and taking Tampa and and the Patriots. And but there you go. Even I did it. Brady and the Patriots. Oh, I see. You
2: always always link the... Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? You always link the Patriots and Tom Brady together?
4: Well, no, not always. No, not uh,
2: not always? Do you think people do, though?
4: Yes, of course they do.
2: Oh, you do? Okay, let's go to the custody ballot, Jeff, for a second here. And see Tim's worst takes as we will scroll down here and find Tom Brady. Uh, Tim said when he retires that all will remember Tom Brady as a buccaneer, and it was delusional to think of him as a Patriot.
4: Oh, okay. So that was just me trolling on Twitter. Oh, I don't mean
2: that. okay. That was one percent the So now, when you have bad takes, they're just trolls. Okay, that wasn't I understand. a bad take. I, I understand. That was
4: me taking a shot at Patriots fans mm-hmm. and trying to get them going online. I don't believe that for one second. Like I went five or six, six Super Bowls in New England. I literally said that to humiliate and upset and agitate uh, Patriots fans. I didn't believe that. I just said it to troll them. Come on, dude. whatever. Worst take. Tim doesn't even doesn't even
2: believe what he says anymore. So don't. No, even I don't
4: believe it. that. That that was a clear sarcastic comment. Do people really not are not able to suss out sarcasm? I mean, I'm around you all the time, and I believed you. Okay, well, it was one hundred percent a sarcastic comment. Uh, I still think it's funny. So, so is, I, is, is I, this
2: I, your new thing when you have objectively no, bad in, takes? It was just sarcasm. Don't worry about no, it. No, no.
4: In this instance, it was one hundred percent me just trying to get under the skin of Patriots fans. I thought it would be funny to make fun of them. Okay, uh, and so, to get and to get them going. So, so, anyway, I love Dallas here. Dallas should. Dallas has all the tools to beat. Uh, to beat the Buccaneers, and well, yeah, I mean, their favorite, they're favored. Profound, they're, they're favored in the game. They should
2: have the Tampa's tools to be able to beat
4: pro, this team. Tampa is just a profoundly talentless team. So, I'll take I'll take Dallas. I just look at it like Dallas's
2: defense, current, as currently
4: constructed, basically since
2: Micah Parsons got hurt Jeff on Thanksgiving, their pass defense has been absolute shit, and their run defense is really good. So, if the Bucs had a coach that could just look at those two things and say, you know what? Maybe it's we'll just pass a ton. I think they're gonna win.
4: No, the coach will say, "Oh, play off Lenny, give him the ball."
2: <laughs> That's the fear of all of this. It's just hey, we tried to run eighty
4: times in this plus, game. It didn't work. I don't are, know why. If, I, plus, if the league is setting things up, they want Dallas Philly next weekend. Uh, Brady right? Philly, know, yeah, Brady Philly's nice, but Dallas Philly is the numbers. Like, they, 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 you know what they want. <laughs> I mean it's a NFL. It's an
2: it's an NFL playoff game. If you've plugged in the fucking Texans into the game, it'd be one of the five highest rated games of the year.
4: Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know. I well I, no, please no be, please please tell I, me. I what what Dallas are you be, saying? <clears throat> I won't be shocked if Dallas gets a lot of calls on Monday night. Okay. If, okay. And not Brady, okay. It's about you know, it's
2: how a, much it's about a, as win win as and, you can get.
3: But also Pat, let's not forget Tim is betting he's betting into the tax on the Cowboys too.
2: Oh, well, yeah, the three-point tack, so this is really a seven-point game, right? <laughs> Let's get to the Super Locks. I am out, so I am not going to take anyone. I would have made the Chargers mine, by the way, if it came down to me. But it doesn't come down to me because my record was so poor. Jeff, you can select first in the Super Locks. Who are you taking?
3: I'm taking Donald Parham to score the first touchdown <laughs> for all your money. Uh, the Chargers, minus minus. One, pick them wherever you, you lie. Let's go, bolt the fuck up. Minus one. I've used them one time. Have not used them one time, Pat. They have not been a documented super lock, which is maybe the reason I'm thirteen and five. But here they
2: go. I need it the most now. Tim, I'm between two. I mean, the way you talked about Buffalo being free money. You
3: no, know, take Dallas.
4: Yeah. Well, actually, it's between three. I really like Seattle. I really like Buffalo, and I really like Dallas. Um, okay, I'll take Buffalo. Oh. oh, shucks!
2: Buffalo minus ten and a half is your super lock. To see who wins the super lock, if it's a tie, we move on to next week, and if it is tied after the Super Bowl. We will flip the coin to see who ends up winning, which I think favors Jeff since Tim has had nothing but negative things to say about the coin.
4: I think I've actually treated the coin very well this year. Coin doesn't I think I've said many things.
3: Since we started recording, something happened with Buffalo, Miami. I'm seeing flat nines. This was a money line of minus 650. That is now. Yeah, it,
4: it, it's, it's moved to minus four,
3: 470. Like, yeah, it's still a huge a favorite, a but that is a huge um,
4: drop. My guess is they must have maybe just taken a huge amount of money on the Dolphins, perhaps. Because I don't see any Tua news, which is the only thing that you would think would really move it other than they took a lot of action. That's That's, my anticipation. That's
3: the best news Miami's had all year because the only reason I thought they'd compete in that game a few weeks ago was because the spread was shorter than I thought it should be for a night game and the snow stuff. Um so this is great news for Dolphin fans. Because I don't think they have a chance, yet the spread is tumbling the other way hard.
2: And now they're Tim's superlock, which has been great this year, but maybe it goes reverse in the playoffs.
3: Well, Tim can't win with good CLV, so he'll probably win. Well, with and bad also it's CLV. worth
4: remembering somebody tracks this. Uh, I think my record in the wild card rounds is something like sub thirty <laughs> percent. That's, that uh, I is think true. the divisional rounds I do great in, and the wild card rounds I do terribly. In. So uh, it's worth noting that I'm I, I probably have a one in five week on the go here or something.
2: All right, that will do it on um, the Pat Mayo Experience. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Smash the like and play in the Golf DraftKings Listeners League. That's available down in the comment section and the description of the podcast. Also, vote in the Custies, obviously. And the NFL Listeners League will be available starting on Thursday show with Cam and Rob, where I believe we either went 7-2 or 8-1. and one. So it's a nice reversal of fortune for what happened to us a week ago when we were 0-8. Funny how this stuff finds its level. It happens. I want to thank Paul, Jeff, the Coin, myself, you, and tim and august
4: tim and august. not my name and if you're wondering folks i like on the money line buffalo cincinnati dallas minnesota and the jaguars that five team money line parlay pays five it pays 764 uh so that's uh, my free money this week
3: and i'm sorry for threatening you earlier no you're
4: not that's okay yes he is I believe he's sincere. When, well, he's how, how about how about I, how about
2: now. how about when you tweet out it's over after the first quarter when the Chargers are up and then they lose and then Jeff is going to kill you?
4: I, I don't intend to do that. I, I, I haven't done that in a while. I've become kind of gun shy.
2: really? Why? <laughs> Why would
4: that be the case? Things I have a unfortunate level of uh, of uh, things going in the opposite direction on me. So I've actually been very disciplined. I think recently. Uh Doing that, you didn't even tweet out your yearly markers. No, I'm, I'm still working on them. That's why huh. they're not finished yet. Is a USA team going to win the Stanley Cup? Actually, again? yes. One of them is that an American team will win the Stanley Cup.
3: What is the earliest event on the markers list? Like, I get you don't need to rush it out. It's not so, like it has a big to be event. Super Bowl, right? But I feel oh. like that marker would have been on the previous like year if he had a Super Bowl prediction. But I guess yeah,
4: it's fresh now. No, nope, no, I don't have a Super Bowl one here. Let me pull up my draft. Oh.
2: God. how many you need dra- us another round? No, no, How many drafts do you have saved right now?
4: Oh, okay. Well, here's one. I'll give you the first one. I, I like Purdue to win the NCAA championship. we am going to be predicting the Boilermakers win the NCAAs.
2: Who do you think is the most impactful player on Purdue?
4: <laughs> Pardon me?
2: Who do you think is Purdue's best player right now?
4: <laughs> um... Caleb first. How come? I think he's a good player.
2: Why, though? Like, do why you... do you like him so much?
4: I just think he's got size and strength. And I like the Big Ten in basketball. I, I always like picking Big Ten teams Have
2: you ever the seen tournament. Purdue? Have you ever seen Purdue play? Pardon me? Have you ever not seen Not the live. Yeah, they no, were really not...
3: good a couple years ago. And they had a bad injury. A, a really good player hurt.
4: They're games routinely games. a decent basketball team in the Big Ten, and I would not be surprised if – anyway, I'm picking them. Gonzaga's already have a down year. Many years I've picked Gonzaga in the past, but they're sort sure of having a down season, as are the the Blue Devils. So I, I find myself having to pick somebody since, else. Since
3: you're near your phone and it is open, can I just ask a question? Sure. What, what tweet do you have in your drafts that is um, – like for the most recent upcoming event, like have you pre – what tweet have you already? You don't crafted? want
4: it. You don't want to hear it.
3: Oh, let's. I.
2: I want. Oh. No, shit. you don't. Oh no, no I, don't I, want we, we have to hear it now. You don't want to hear it. No. Tim. Tim. It. Tim. Tim. Don't Jeff. Jeff. It. Jeff asked.
4: Let's hear it. Don't read it. The Jaguars have been struck by lightning. Hashtag thunderstruck. Hashtag divisional round.
3: Why would you? Like, what is the reason bye to bye? Write
4: that? Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, Jeff. You asked, and then I told you you didn't want to hear it.
3: I owned it. That was my fault. I was dumb enough to think, like, why would he write a tweet for something he could craft in 12 seconds on Saturday night? Anyway.
2: That's my own fault. Shit. I'm looking up this Caleb First guy. He does not seem like he's very good. So... (laughs) <laughs> Tim just picked the Jags on this show, didn't he? Yeah, because Jeff talked him out at the beginning of the so show. So, are you going to try to take credit? Oh, yeah. He's going to take credit on no, right. no, no, there's no credit. Is that, is that had the new here. strategy you, in 2023? There's
4: no, there's no AFC credit available for me. I'm not even making a pick for who's going to win in the AFC. Uh, uh, there's no credit available. Even though I'm seeing people online making their Super Bowl picks, and it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, here's my Super Bowl pick. Oh, here Like, I see someone tweeting out like who Drew Super Bowl pick is new cam Super Bowl pick is. was like oh man that would be so, so why don't cool. you
3: do a bracket
4: No no I'm not gonna do it I promised the people that if I didn't get it right that I wouldn't be scrounging for credit and I'm not going to I like the only team I have is San Francisco and uh, no I'm not gonna do it I I, I am I, I, my integrity will not allow me to backtrack on it. does Purdue still have that like
2: Canadian Yao guy who's like eight feet tall?
4: I honestly don't know.
2: You picked them to win the NCAA championship. You should know some of their players. He was on the team last year, and he was good. What's the name of their coach? What's the name of the man? What's the name of the
4: coach? What is his name? He's been there a long time, too, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, he's gray hair, glasses.
4: Yeah, what's his name? name? Oh, I don't know. I do know, but I can't think of his name. It's
3: really weird in college basketball to pick a team to win the national championship, but not even know the name of the coach. No,
2: it's not. Yeah, it is. My, Matt Painter. Yes.
4: 17th, oh, no, I'm, 17th year. I was thinking
3: Perdue. of the Iowa coach in my head. Uh, that's yeah,
4: the screams at everybody.
3: Yeah, that's the coach I, I yeah. described.
4: But you're
2: right.
3: All right. Big well, 10, the, black jerseys, I black and yellow. I mixed it up.
2: Paul's giving me the he's fed up sign with this. So we're going to get out of here. I think he okay. has to pee. And I have to pee, too. I'm probably Me people too. watching this are peeing or they're taking a shit. listening to the podcast. Cause that's where most podcasts are consumed, Tim on the shitter.
4: That's terrible. I don't think that's true. I think they're mostly consumed in transit.
2: Yeah. People work from home. They don't even go in cars anymore.
4: That's, that's not true.
2: You work from home.
4: For. Yeah. So.
2: Where do you listen to most of your podcasts on the transit.
4: No, on the treadmill.
2: Oh, there you are. Okay.
4: You're getting your steps in.
2: Jeff, we've, we, we bullied tim into taking more steps it worked good good how many many, brag.
4: how many you averaging a day now tim i'm averaging like 8100 between like i I mean i'm saying that off the top of my head it's probably between 75 and 82
2: that's amazing you can never 10x your steps in the course of a month
4: When you said you were averaging 700 yeah what's this apple iphone watch this is what's doing it for me it gives me all these cool like like little comments when I achieve things. And like now nah, I demand it. Like you hit your step goal.
2: Way to go. Yeah. Like Keep it way up. to go.
4: Stuff like that. It's like I crave that now.
2: Is Timmy tugs literally just, just doing getting
4: credit a- for tugging?
2: Oh, yeah. Just is so, that, is that I, where all these steps no, are coming in? St- steps coming in, getting all those tugs, self tugs. That's my greasy theory.
3: <laughs> I can't make fun of anyone's steps, but I do like walk with my kid to school. I do have dogs. So I'm, I walk them at least multiple times a day. So I mean, but Tim's numbers.
2: all of the PME audience and all of us on the show, Tim, congratulate you and give you a lot of credit for 10xing your steps in the course of a month.
4: Oh, well, thank you. That's really the reason I'm doing it is for credit. It's true. <laughs>
2: what would be a number that you would like to get up to as your baseline average?
4: I think- it doesn't matter what you <sighs> get up
2: to, pal. That will do all it for right. the show. I'm Pat Mayo. Damn, I'll see you next time.
4: You, well, you should be upset with your numbskull coach who's not qualified for the job he has. So don't, Who, don't,
3: don't, don't come in here. Don't cheer for
4: us. I'm just saying. What's not cheer lose this for week, us. Your, your, your. I thought you were on. If they lose I this, week and, the the play. they lose this oh, week and Mike Williams oh, doesn't oh, play. If oh, oh, they lose this week and Mike Williams doesn't play. What happened?
1: Oh, oh Jeff there just
3: tweeted a golden ticket. I
4: don't know what that means.
3: Sean Slater activated to practice. Does that,
4: mean, does that mean he's playing?
3: I don't know, but it, it woo woo.
4: Is Mike Williams playing? Because like that, he's their yeah. most important player. Well, yeah, he's not their yeah, best player, it, but he's it, most it, important player. It's, it sounds like he's right,
3: playing. We'll talk about it. He had a back spasm. Mayo's got him. Maybe Mayo can give me a t- give him a tip. Whatever. It's a back spasm. Sometimes you can't walk. Like you can't walk eight feet. So he's gonna walk off the field. No. But he'll take that juice in the back. Don't worry. Your
4: coach is a moron.
0: Experience! This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat.